fight, exactly. but like you gotta master your weapons, your moves. And then that's how I assume I haven't played it, but that's how I assume Sekiro is on like a immense scale. You know, it's like all skill. You know, I've yeah. never played it, but it looks you very. Sekiro? Huh? Right, no. It's fun as hell. It's it, like it's on sale for forty bucks, but forty bucks for like a two year old game, bro. You got me fucked. No, yeah, I feel that. You ever play like the old Ninja Gaiden on Xbox? Which one? On Xbox, Ninja Gaiden. Oh yeah, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden 2? Yeah. It's like that. It's like Ninja Gaiden. What is? Oh, Sekiro. Sekiro. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, we've we've started. All right. Welcome to Brown and Down episode five. It's your boys, Snanny and the Rice Chat. I should should I I think I should start going by my real by my actual name instead of the Rice Chat. But yeah, I'm Harold. This week. It's Halloween weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody. Yep, yep. It's Friday and Halloween is gonna be Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any um parties or Anything like that to go to, do you? Uh, not me personally, besides, you know, trick-or-treating duty. Mm. See, I, I might be with the niece and nephew, but if I can get out of it, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably find something to do. <laughs> That's all good. Me, myself, your, your man's is festive. So, currently, and also for Sunday, I will am a cowboy. It's habanero <laughs> right now. Yep, my man's is dressed like a cowboy. He's got the cowboy garb on. He's got a, he's got a jacket with the, what is the, that called? The fringe. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's like a yeah fringes. Yeah, fringed. he's got that with the on the front and also on the back. Mm -hmm. He looks like he's about to pull out an acoustic guitar and mm -hmm. uh, sit on a box and sing us a nice little jam. Fuck around and find out. I'm gonna hit your girl up with the wasted days and wasted nights. There you go. You feel me? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Halloween. One aspect of Halloween that I don't hear, well, does come up every once in a while. Very horny holiday. Top five horny holidays. Oh, most definitely. Easy. Of course. That's like, that's a, ho Halloween is a female's past to just. All the ladies <laughs> love Halloween. Go all the way on the slutty meter. They don't want to get cold. They going all. They taking advantage of this holiday. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to today's only holiday where you can dress like a half naked angel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a biblically yeah. accurate angel. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the pure and innocent ones. The ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when angels they can back in the cosplay. day when clothes weren't invented. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I bring up the horniness of Halloween to discuss today's topic on. Brown and Down, our classic artistic discussion, which is shouts the shouts the hourly alarm, telling yeah. me when the pumpkin is ready. But talking about horniness and artwork, and I and by that I mean not the pornographies of the women, where a wonderful young lady shows us how she earned the title of Burlington Throat Factory, but talking about these creators expressing their very horny feelings through their artwork and us seeing it. Uh, you got any horny artwork in mind right? um, to bring as an example? I mean, there is that, I don't know the name of it, but like that, uh, that artwork of a, it's really old, like it, it's in the F Paris Museum and all that, where it's like just a naked chick with like the fruits or whatever. It's just her. That's a lot of pictures. That's a lot of paintings. 
Oh. But you, it's like a super famous one. It just shows her vagina from like up, up from that way, and it just shows vagina. It's not a it's not a flattering picture at all. It's actually like you look at it, and you're like, ah, that's what a female looks like naked. I mean, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. So I guess what we're talking about is like how artists are incorporating their horny side or just I feel just them. You know, no, they, yeah, yeah, them expressing themselves. Them expressing themselves and horniness being a part of themselves, you know, coming through. And back to that painting, you got to remember, like, the 1800s, they didn't have nothing. So, like, a picture of a vagina must have got people going. Yeah, that that's, I think that's why it was so big at the time, because it was, like, the first of its kind. I, I don't know, I'm not too sure on art, so don't, don't quote me on this, but uh, I've seen that picture many a time. <laughs> no, yeah. I feel like in like the 1500s, the 1600s, back in the dark ages, like it's not every day you see a whole vagina. So, you know, yeah. people got what they wanted, you know. And uh, like like Kanye said this at one point, he was like, uh, you know, when I was young, I didn't really like beat my meat or like jerk off or like have sex. But I put that sexual energy into my art. Kanye and you could definitely see that. Kanye you know? like, West is a very horny artist. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. I would say all artists are, but to some degree. But yeah. But Kanye has definitely shown how horny this dude he is. Uh, the freak. Oh, what? What's a what's a horny Kanye example? Uh, I, 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 I one day I'm gonna marry a porn star. Uh, that's literally like a whole course of his song. Uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was like very. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if I'd agree with you that like he's one of the horniest. I think he he displays it in a in an acceptable way because I've heard like songs like rap songs where they just I put my dick in the pussy and it's just it's not. I don't. It's not enjoyable, you know. But it's like, dude, it's a, a very horny medium. Yeah, very. <laughs> and it's like, dude. That's not what you want to be rapping about. Like, what are you rapping over here? Like, I mean, these guys... These that's guys wanna... cringe to me. You're I mean, telling me how moist your pussy is? It's like, I don't want to hear that, bro. I'm I, sorry. I, it's a little bit too much. It's it, Your art became sex. Whereas other people incorporate the sex into... Does that make sense? Like, like for Kanye, for example, the sex isn't the main topic. It's it's uh, additive. I think you're forgetting that whole song he made with Lil Pump. Yeah, you're such a fucking... But that's not even his song. That was Lil Pump's song. They, like, collabed. Is that a... I thought that was a Kanye... No, that was on Lil Pump's tape. So he's a... So Kanye's the feature. I I would say Kanye wrote, like, 90%. Uh, he did most of the work. Yeah. So... So, yeah, of course, it's his horniness on display. 100% that yes. song is. 100%. Um, no offense to Lil Pump, but I don't but, think he wrote that. But see, that song goes, and he's not being explicit. Like, he's not saying, you're such a fucking hoe... And you split your legs, and I see the vag. Like he doesn't explain. Do you get what I'm saying? Like he's just saying you're such a hoe, and I love it. Okay. That's not that explicit. Whereas I can play you some songs where there's people saying like, "Oh, I put my dick in her pussy, and I grab her boobs, and I'm kissing on her tits," and I and it's like, dude, I don't want to hear that. That's that's gross to me. Whereas you're you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. That's more funny than gross. So you're into. So. He's embracing his horniness. Whereas the other one is like, this is all I have. The horniness that when I have sex with girls, that's me. So you're not into the. the not uh, at all. You're not into the Wikipedia descriptions. No. You like uh, the abstracts. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> way to put it. Yeah, hundred percent. When you, you and you could apply that to anything. Not even horniness. I like 
I like when like when art gives a I like when one art piece can be interpreted many different ways mm. I love that I love when it's so abstract that you can look at something and be like that was about having kids right and I'm like no no, no that was about running away from family you know it's like two different topics and mm. I, I really like abstract art more than the simple oh yeah your boy yeah. Snanny loves that creativity I do yeah metaphors I do. Uh, similes you know they get me going you know, and, no, uh, and and I, I like even about this topic about incorporating horniness into your art. I I don't even know if I like that. Really? Because then it triggers that horniness in me. Oh, you know, and it's like I don't want that for me. You know what I mean? I mean, like when I'm playing a like for example, we were talking about this earlier. How Metal Gear Solid has like you know sometimes it has like posters of like naked shit or like bikini chicks. Metal Gear Solid be it be getting. It'd be bricked up. Exactly. And and just for like people who don't know, it's like a video game has like a video game about like conspiracy and politicalness and like all this serious the military deep stuff. industrial yeah. complex. Has these horniness that pops up every now and then. And to me it's like when it pops up, it's like, oh let me pause the game and enter this <laughs> world. You know, let me let me enter the horniness world, not the metal your solid world. So it takes me out of where I was. So like you're so invested in like, oh man, the Patriots and how they made the world. They've run, made <laughs> the whole economies they based love, on. Bro. They made whole economies based on fighting each other. But hold up, like Sniper Wolf got some good tatters though. I gotta look at them. That's no, I don't know about that. If it's part of a character, then I'm fine with that. Okay, I'm fine different. with that. That's different. But if it takes you out of the immersion, like if it's just. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you gotta give an example, cause like, like exactly what I said. Like sometimes in Metal Gear Solid, you're like you're doing a mission, and then you open a locker to hide, and when you open the locker, you see a picture of a girl. Mmm. And it's like it makes sense because it's somebody's locker. Now that I'm like breaking it down, yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes much more sense. You know, these soldiers, they got posters in their lockers. Yeah, That's I, I guess like. it, I guess I just don't like the feeling it gives me. You know, yeah. it's a personal problem. It has nothing to do with the art. No, yeah. It just makes me feel icky that I'm like, yeah, horniness. <laughs> <laughs> like you're sneaking around, but you get, but then yeah. you get horny. <laughs> yeah, and like it bothers me that like, it works on me, you know. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I, that's I feel like that's what that's how Hideo Kojima is feeling. I guess that's genius art, at, no, yeah. at, right there. You know, you, he has put you in his shoes, and he put so, me in a trance. You know, my man's. You know, my man's is creating these fantastical worlds. These very intricate plot lines but then he's like but how do i get how do i feel how do i get this relatability yeah and, and boom, bam. exactly that because I'm, I'm half conflicted right because i just told you that i don't like that but at the same time i do like it because it's, it's exactly what you said it's yeah. like it's real you know it's like it's exactly what you said it's like well i could relate to that you yeah know what i mean like like oh okay that makes sense and like no yeah like yeah. what one of the reasons i picked this topic and i do enjoy this topic is that we do see these creators as like big geniuses, like we can't help but idolize. Yeah. And so like, but then I find out that they like butts. I like butts. Hey, I got something in common with this genius. <laughs> and I feel like a whole lot of people feel the same, but don't like talk about it because it's horniness, it's taboo. I know? have a theory. Go ahead. I have a theory that the like the biggest like rock stars or the biggest like stars in that field are like the biggest introverts are like the biggest like like uh, like bob dylan is pretty big right or at his time he was he still is i would say one of the biggest 
and in his time, he was probably the biggest rock star. Do you think Bob Dylan was super horny? No, 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 but I'm saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying he's such an introvert. Like, you can hear it in his music that, like, like he doesn't really enjoy talking, you know? Like, he sees the, the, the troubles of society, and he's, like, kind of like a... He's kind of like a depressed soul, you know? Like, not really depressed, but he's, he sees the negative, and yeah. And I, like, I get you. Yeah, and, I, like... I'm trying not to think of the word bummer, but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that seems kind of mean. But like he's not, and he's not a bummer. Exactly. He when does, he makes his art, yeah, yeah, it's like total opposite of bummer. It's like, wow, dude, you you turn bummer into amazing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would agree with what you like said. Bob Dylan's no party pooper, but yeah, he definitely sees you know some negativity. And, and like, like I, I <laughs> this is just the thought here. I can't see Travis Scott slaying females growing up. Really? I can't see that. I see him as a guy who. Probably was a virgin too, pretty late, and he probably was a loser. And people looked down at him, and he just kept his head down, kept on working, and then he became the shit, and then he got pussy. Does that make sense? I, that does make sense. I don't really follow Travis Scott, so I don't know how. It got worked. you. I don't know maybe, how... maybe I could say the same thing with Kanye. Like I, I don't see him. I could be wrong again. I don't see him slaying pussy before he was like made beats for Jay Z and all that. Oh. Like, I could see him, maybe had one girlfriend, maybe two, but not really a, 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 a ladies' man. You know, maybe more on the opposite. Like, he's struggling to get girls. I do feel you, but you can, I think horniness and, like, actual amount of, like, you know, getting with all the ladies in that are two separate things. You can be super horny for one yeah. person. I feel like a lot of artists be super horny for one person. Mm. Or multiple people, you know, artists. Yeah. But, yeah. My man's could still be ridiculously hornballing. That's just my just theory that like that like super big stars weren't the shit in the beginning. Like they were actually the opposite. Like people looked down upon them. Like they were like, "What does this guy have to offer?" No, that's that's my theory. I don't. I feel like that's not a theory. I think that's just normal okay. with art because yeah, yeah. like everybody, you know, being an artist is hard. You know, I want to be an artist. People think you're in it for the glitz and the glamour. Mm. You know. Uh, I haven't heard Travis Scott's mixtapes, but I just in general, not a diss. I don't think production quality is as good as the resources he has now, which yeah, is just yeah, a yeah. given. That's not a criticism. So yeah, I don't think people. I don't think everybody would be like, man, you know, oh, you know, because like yeah, that's just every artist. But yeah, yeah. And so I guess the drive for improvement and success can correlate with that and the more drive you get bigger and bigger and then when you're big as fuck you're like how do i relate how do i get the people with me not not just for me but with me mm. and then one of those ways is hornballing through your art <laughs> like 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 michael jackson didn't have any horniness in his music quite the opposite i feel like no yeah i'd agree with that i feel right? like michael jackson like Probably his, wanted to keep it as clean. Yeah, as yeah. A, that was his whistle. goal, to be, like, for everybody. So he's like, okay, I can't do horniness because kids can't follow that. Or maybe... Right? I, like, like, Billie Jean was, like, the closest. Actually, maybe we're just, like... Maybe it's because, like, we're, like, super young. Maybe what Michael Jackson was doing was, like, 80s horniness. You feel maybe. me? Because, like, Billie... Jean, like, he's doing, like, a lot of hip thrusts and stuff. Gra yes. Cross-grabbing. I think that drove a lot of the... But I think his music itself wasn't the horniness. Like, maybe the dancing was. Maybe that's how he added the horniness to it. The dancing But I think was... the music itself was pure. 
the dancing was a lot of the art. I feel it, but like, what about bad boy? I'm bad. He's not really talking about. He's just talking about he's a bad boy. Like he, he's be he's bad. Like he, he be slain. He walks yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's more of. It's not open horniness, but it's horniness concealed. So I'll give you that one. It might be horniness, but it's not like, it's not explicit. Does that make sense? Like it's like yes. behind the sheets. It's, it's like, like super hidden. Yeah, you gotta hide in a locker if you're sneaking yeah. around to find this horniness. Like exactly. it's not. You gotta look on for display. It. Exactly. So so I I think there's something about him that like really res- makes me respect his art. Like wow, he he didn't add any horniness to it. Like or. He added as little horniness as possible to it. Like, that's something to admire. Like, wow. You know, like, I, I, Beatles, that's somebody else, right? The Beatles were. No, you're tripping. They were horny for love. They weren't horny for... Not, well, like, I'm just trying to think of it, because, like, they were, like, super horny in real life. Like, outside of the music. That's true, but I'm just talking about the art aspect. No, Like, but... the, the person is different, if you ask me. Like, the artist and the... The artist and the art are to be separated, if you ask me. There's, I feel like to a point, but the Beatles, you know, a lot of their, uh, at the time following, young women. Oh, for sure. But so like, but I'm talking about their art. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, in this situ, in this hypothetical that we're talking about the Beatles, uh, no. separate the art from the artist. I'm just talking about the art, even with Michael Jackson. And uh, my my okay. point being is when you think of the Beatles, you don't think about horniness in music. Oh, as a Beatles listener, general Beatles image, yes. I don't think of like exactly. these Beatles are horned. Dogs. Exactly, exactly. And um, I mean, like like to to opposite that, you would say somebody like Leonard Skinner or like any other rock band. Come on, Guns N' Roses. That's all the you know, horniness They're in their songs. Yeah. yeah, like. Like, so just to give you that, just to show you the comparison between, like, oh, yeah, duh, these guys aren't, and oh, no, these guys are, you know, like, Kiss, like, like, you could name any other band from that period, or, or from that period on, and it would just be... Oh, yeah, well, rock and roll is a very horny medium. Yeah. And, uh, I would say, I would say everything is getting more hornier nowadays. Would you agree with that? Well, like I would say, even pop music is getting nah, horny. not nowadays. Back in the day, it's always been horny. You ever listen I to guess. those? Dis- you ever listen to those disgusting uh, songs from like the nineteen twenties? No, nineteen twenties. I don't think I've gotten that far. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't remember the names of anything. But I do know uh, the freaking in Fallout Four, freaking Rocket Ship sixty nine. Uh, I don't know that. You didn't listen. Did you uh did you play Fallout 4? I didn't beat it. You listen to the radio though. The radio? You talking about when you pull out your yeah, Pip-Boy? Yeah, yeah. Hell no. Bruh, come on. I, I feel stupid for saying no, because it's like, why wouldn't you play the radio? Yeah, but yeah no, I never did no, that. No, but the Fallout soundtrack. Unless it was part yeah. of a quest, I never did that shit. Because you know how like sometimes you go to yeah, an area. Yeah, and you, you gotta go. listen to the audio tapes and <laughs> yeah. stuff. But no, yeah, like, I remember there was a whole, I've read a bunch of articles. No, I'm sure I have great music, you're right. Freaking Cab Calloway, mm. one of the oldest dudes, shout outs, uh, you know, 1910s and shit. Mm-hmm. He's not, I don't know if he's actually from the 1910s, I know he's in a bunch of black and white features. And also songs, but you know, he's singing about like, you know, girls doing drugs and girls fucking around. And this is a this is like the 1920s. This is like the Great Depression. What genre is this? 
This is fucking jazz, dude. Mm. You feel me? And like, even like the instrumentals, like there's a, like, I, you know, moaning. Uh-huh. Like, like females moaning? No, no, no. It's just called moaning. Oh, just, Charles Mungus? Yeah. It's yeah, a great yeah. fucking song. And I'm like, that's very interpretive. Wow. But the title is like, you know, a lot of implication. 100%. You feel me? So like, you know, you can be like moaning because like I got a, I did and some good the, ass stretches. It's his uh, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, but I think, the, side note, this is a side note. Go ahead. I think that song is beautiful because it's named moaning and his, his, what is it? Is a trumpet? His okay. trumpet is moaning. Like, I don't know. I think that's beautiful. It's the same thing with me. Like, I went in with like, oh, it's going to be a sex-filled song. But then it's like, it's the opposite, you know? I mean, it, it obviously has it. In no, there, yeah, it's know, the it's implications, you know? Yeah. Jazz, very horny yeah. back in the day. Maybe currently still. I don't know. But, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. moaning, you know, the beauty of it. You know, it's probably expressing his horniness through playing the yeah. instrumentals. No, very true. The brass. Very true. So... Yeah, there's that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a. I do think that it's a good way to like get out of that energy. I'm for horniness in your artwork. No, for sure. Me too. Me too. Me too. I don't. I don't want to say. I didn't want to say like I'm not for it. I just. I'm just aware of how it makes me feel when I when I experience it. But no, absolutely, you definitely should. Like as I was saying, like a. I think it's healthier to like instead of act out those sexual things like instead of beating your meat to make some art I think that's healthier so like instead of beating your meat you put the sex in the art even if it's not good art (laughs) (laughs) uh, you ask me even if it's not good art it's better for you to release it that way I mean yes and no because like definitely you need I I think I don't think there's anything wrong with beating your meat I don't think there's anything wrong with it but I don't think there's anything real beneficial Really? It might be beneficial, like, it makes you happier for the day, but I'm talking about real beneficial, like, long-term. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, like, but I don't think it's, of... I don't think it's, there's anything negative to it, either. Oh, yeah, I know there's a it's... lot of health benefits to being your meat. I think there's just belt health benefits to ejaculating, not beating your meat. Am I wrong in that? Like, it's the action of ejaculating, not beating your meat. Yes, but you know, ejaculating. Yeah, it's hard to most other yeah. ways are it's hard harder yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, yeah, um, I'm for it because, like, you know, as I said earlier, get to relate with it, you know, and I I love artists who are just open about the horniness. You feel me? Because, like, going back to Hideo Kojima, I don't know if you remember from Metal Gear Solid Five, you know, famous famous character Quiet. Uh, during the hype up for all that, he was like, uh, quiet's in a bikini, but after you find out, you're gonna feel so ashamed. And I was just like, what? And then it was stupid. It was just yeah. that she can't wear clothes. It was dumb as fuck. She does fucking, uh, She breathes called? from her skin, She has right? photosynthesis. Yeah, that's, that's what it. it was. And yeah. I was just like, really? Stupid. Get out of here, Something bro. to align with, right? It was yeah. Like, it was like, I want her naked, so give me a good reason. <laughs> I'm, I'm horny as fuck. I don't want to tell <laughs> exactly. nobody I'm horny. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna make you feel bad. I'm gonna make you yeah. excited. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm ready for this Hideo Kojima, you know, intricate plot threads. Make me feel guilty for. That's a at good this example of a bad implementation. Yes, that's a good example. I completely agree. Horniness is a tool with art. 
Hey, since we're there, I've, this is going to be uh, controversial, but I would say the same thing about My Hero Academia. Ooh. The fact that they sexualize those kids, it bothers me. It I, bo- I, I can't watch the show. I can't read it. It just bothers me too much to a point. It's like, it bothers me. It's yeah. like, these, these are less than high schoolers. They're not even, they're like posed as high schoolers. Yes. But they definitely look less than. But... Why are they sexualizing these kids? It just feels weird. That's the horny. Well, that's what we're. That's going back to what we're saying. Bad horniness in the medium. In the medium. And it baffles me because my hero's so huge. You know, my hero's a good show. Very good. I like. Very it. good. I've gone pretty far. I've gone to a million, so I'm I'm decently far. I dropped I dropped off. Oh, so the, I went further than no, you. No, no, no. I've dropped off at a million. Okay, okay, okay. So Insane. I haven't gone past this. And I, oh, I'm always like, oh, I gotta get back on my hero academia. But yeah. I'm always like, nah. and then, and then, what kind of sucks is like, I, I have a lot of younger cousins, like under the age of like 13, and they're all humongous fans of the show, you know. So it's like, I'm with them, you know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. there, and I'm like, yeah, Todoroki's awesome, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just trying to keep up, you know, because I don't know the whole show. But it does bother me that like, ah, there's so much better shit. We, I don't I, know. I mean. What, just put them on. My hero's great. Don't get me wrong. No, yeah. But it, it, now we're going to go into anime talk, but it's a copy of no, anything anim- else. Anime Shonen is, has a trope. Anime is so ridiculously horny, bro. Very true. So yeah, it's not off topic. <laughs> and th- th- that's a different, that's a whole different, like, almost conversation, right? Because Japan has, like, they have different viewpoints. Culture, yeah, yeah, like, they, it's totally different. Like, uh, Food Wars. Have you ever watched that? I haven't watched Food like, Wars. It's, All I've seen is pictures of the good ass looking food yeah like they eat very yummy food and then the joke is like they turn naked and they're like they're like literally coming like like you see like ah and they're like ah like like it's a little too raunchy but but yeah and but but that's part of the culture like people love food wars like people love it and like i thought it was a decently good show too but that raunchiness just uh, was weird you know like you eat something yummy and then they get butt ass naked and like like I'm not, I'm not none. I've never nutted off of eating, but delicious <laughs> ass food. Oh my god! Damn goodness. close. Oh, basically, I feel like brain wise, yes. Yeah. But physically, I haven't. And I think that's what they're get trying to get across. But yeah. No, yeah, I think that's the best way to. Sh- no, yeah, they're just using horniness as the best way to show you, man. This food is so delicious. Yep. Like, so good that it feels like nothing. Yep. 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 So that's that aspect. But you're not a fan of it. I don't know if I'm a fan, but but it, it makes me feel weird when I see it. I got you. You know what Which I mean? Is like, fine. I, I'm not against it, and I'm not for it, but it's definitely off-putting. No, yeah. One you of know? the well, like as any art is, you know, the tools you use do factor in your the audience reaction, and so like me personally, is it different? I don't mind it if it's too much. Then I'm just like. Eh. It could have been other stuff. Well, what is too much? Have you had an experience where it's been too much? I give me an example. Like it was too much to it got to a point where I was laughing at it. You ever watch High School of the Dead? Dude, I I Bruh. watched that as like a high schooler, <laughs> and I used to love that show. Ooh. It's amazing. I no, yeah. I thought it was amazing. Shout out High School of the Dead. Ten out of ten. Bro, I was laughing. I saw that also <laughs> as a teenager, but I was laughing at all. And the- I would agree with you. I was Same. laughing at all the titties. Like there would be one part where like a girl would fall and she had the sniper on her, and the guy would pick up the sniper and like lay down on her, 
and shoot, and every yeah. time you shoot, the titties would flop. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, never, same. I'll always remember that sequence where it's like the slow-mo bullet, uh, and then the girl like dodges it, and the with bullet her goes between her boobs. Yes, it goes like and that, and it goes like, like yes. boobs don't work like this. <laughs> I, I remember all that, and I remember laughing my ass off, too. And that, it, I remember in the beginning, it was weird. Like, I remember, like, third episode, there was two girls who, like, bathed together. Uh-huh. And then after that, it just started getting hilarious. Like, they're really going the extra mile they're to make really... it horny. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. Like, like, yeah, same, same. Like, it got to a point where, like, there's, like, relatable horniness, and then there's, like, over-the-top horniness. Yep. And, like, I don't... Like, it's never distasteful. I mean, they are. I guess, I guess you hit it on the nail. Every time... I'm, I'm a big manga guy, so I read more than I watch. So oh, every sure. time I've read a believable horny moment it totally goes under the radar like it doesn't phase me at all mm. if it's to- like a girl's like undressing and then the guy's like oh shit sorry and he just like walks out like that's happened like in mangas and all that and i i think that's fine you know but when it's like exactly what you said when it's like you're trying to get it across or you're trying to be horny yeah that that's too much for me no yeah like but the- if it's believable then i'm with it like it's totally fine i don't get excited or anything like that but it makes me like happy, you know. It makes me like uh, relate, hundred percent. No, yeah. One of the best artists, I feel. Not that he uses horniness like well, but I just love how he's just honest about it. Is freaking Yoko Taro uh, talking about near Ultimato Fantastic Game uh, when it was talking about hey why why are you gonna play for two B why why she got the why she got that Tonka sure. truck. And he's like, I just like girls. Yeah. And then, like, uh, a popular thing with video games is, like, the pornography that's being made of them. Rule you know? 34. Shout out to Overwatch. <laughs> you know what Rule 34 is? Yeah. It's going to be made of it. The, the exciting alternative interpretation. If it exists, there's porn on it. That's it. But, yeah, shout out to Overwatch. Uh, but, you know, Yoko Taro heard about that Rule 34. He's like, yo... Uh, send me a folder here's my email oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was like he's like about it send it to me I want to see that and I was just like yo see, I, this is good this is I good. don't have a problem with that only because I understand that he understands that it's just art like it's literally you're just drawing vaginas like that's not gonna hurt nobody it's not crossing the line it's not like I I that I can empathize with him. Like no, I'm wants, like, oh, okay, no, good for the, him. You he know, wants the fan art and like the 3D stuff. No, I'm sure he wants. <laughs> but my point being is like he knows it's just art. Like it's it's not a real person that they're drawing. It's not a real person that they're taking inspiration oh, from. Okay. It's not like it's t- if they're gonna partake in this, they're gonna enter. It's a, a robot. Yeah, universe yeah. world. Exactly that too. Yeah, it's yeah. like even on top of that, she's a robot. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. No, yeah, but. Like I can get with that. Like I can, I wouldn't look at him a different way. But if but if somebody's like making a movie and like Margot Robbie's like the main character and people are like, yeah, yeah that's a little okay. weird. Yeah, you know I mean, no, I feel you. But it's a video game and you're entering this world of creation. It's like, oh, if you're gonna make porn on her, you're that's art. That's creativity. It's like, it's a little twisted and you're using your your horniness to make it. But go for it. No, you yeah. know, like like he's actually encouraging making art. So it's like I don't have a problem with that. Oh, yeah. No, that is also a different thing. Live action horniness versus, like, you know, animated horniness. Which is, like, you know, video games, yep. cartoons. I, I, I don't know how I feel songs? about the live... 
What do you mean by that? Because, like, songs aren't, like, you know, actually going on when they're rapping. Like, a rapper talking about fucking bitches isn't fucking bitches while he raps. So, like, you know, the line there's different. It's still a live-action dude saying stuff. It's a recording of a dude. But, like, he's not actively doing it. Where animation, you know, the scenes... But then, uh, when I... When that's I visual. Think, when I think about rap, I think about... Remember, we, like, to go not, back to what we were talking about earlier, it's yeah, like, yeah. how visual are you getting? Like, how abstract is it? Yeah. If it's, I'm fucking bitches left and right, that's pretty abstract. Like, where are you getting these bitches? How are you getting... You know, like... <laughs> Are, are you Where fucking them in the from? butt? Are you fucking them in the butt? Are you fucking them on? Are you fucking their feet? Like, what are you doing? Yo, you know what I mean. <laughs> but where you're saying like, I pick up bitches, I take them to my crib, and I put them in my bed, and I put them like that, that's a little too much, you know. That's, <laughs> you're 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 describing your life to me too this is specific, a, you know. This is a YouTube I don't want to hear how you're fucking. But if you're telling me that you're fucking, like I'm fine with that. Mm, you know what I mean? I got you. So, so when it comes to music, the horniness has a scale and it has a sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're too much, uh, you, you just skip. You don't like the, the songs that are basically wiki house. Exactly. And <laughs> to double down on that, R&B songs really aren't my cup of tea just because of that. Like they Really? Do, they Not, do get a little bit what? too much. What? Yeah, like fucking her on the sink. Till she cries. Like, what the fuck is going Bruh, on here? Okay. That's <laughs> like, little, what the fuck is going on different, here? Because, like, most of the R&B is more emotionality over, like, the See, implicit I, lyricism of it. That's how much I don't listen to R&B. That, like, in my head, R&B is just fucking music. What? I mean, there is that aspect. But most of the fucking music be based on, like, emotions, you know, the vocal. The interpretations, like... I said interpretation. But they still say explicit stuff. Some of them... I'll make you moist or wet. And that's just... It's cringe. It's like a... Some of them, yeah. Keep that between you two, bro. But like... You're making her moist. You're... It's not... You're making her moist for us. Like, that's weird, bro. I mean, you're... <laughs> I mean, I think you listen to a lot of dude R&B. Oh, okay. That's true. Different. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, mean, unless like the artist No, no, that, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I don't listen to R&B. You don't so listen the, to the ladies? So the... No, so so the idea of R and B that I have is a wrong idea. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like yeah. it's a skewed idea. Bro, you gotta listen to the lady R and B. I'm cool off that, bro. All right, it's all good. I listen to lady anything else. Lady rappers. I listen to lady pop. I'm cool with pop. I can like, listen to pop. Lady hip hop, MCs, female MCs. It's harder. I have a higher standard. Like you, you've got to be Lauren Hill. I think Lauren Hill is one of the greatest rappers al- alive. Yeah, she's still alive regardless of gender she's she's in my book she's top five so so it's not like i'm a sexist man that's like women can't rap no 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 no, no. there are great rappers Nicki minaj not a fan of cardi b but like you've got to you've got to do better to be a female artist like tiara whack like these are these are great people they don't talk about getting fucked like cardi b does (laughs) i haven't listened to cardi b so i'm just again projecting um (laughs) But yeah, I feel like as a female, you got to do better than, like, like making music of like, uh, I'm a bad bitch. I mean, it is what sells. True, and, and I I would put the same uh, same standard on men too. Like, you've got to do better than I'm I'm the I'm that dude. Like, 
yeah, I get that it sells. I get that that's what mainstream is. And a lot of but people. But I have a higher standard. I'm just saying that my standard when it comes to music that I listen to when I'm by myself is you got to be great. Not good. You got to be great. That's all good. Yeah. No, yeah. So that's just all I'm saying. That's all good. But maybe it's the saltiness in me from Lauren Hill because I want new music. <laughs> Dude, I wish, bro. But but I think she's doing the right thing. Like she's, I mean, she's going worrying out about on, her own mental health. No, yeah, going out case. on, going out on top. Hey, the Fuji's are making a comeback. Uh, Fuji my, my brother-in-law and my sister are going to a concert with Lauren Hill. Like new music or just no, nah, no. Nah, best of. Best keep of, dreaming, bro. Best of Fuji's live. <laughs> That's different. I love the. Yeah, I but Lauren Hill hasn't came back for. It's the star. You know what I mean? It's like. It's like seeing a boxer who hasn't boxed in 20 years. And yeah, he's boxing a bum. But it's like, it's the start. Like, what's going to happen boxing next? Boxing is different. I feel like age... I mean, no, does. it's the same thing. Like It's like, if you ask me, Andre 3000 hit it on the dot. He said, why don't I make music anymore? Because hip hop. You've got you to... Listen to the first word. You've got to be hip. What does hip mean? You, you've got to be young. You've got to be ear to the streets. You've got to know what's, what's hot. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't think that like... It's... When you get to a certain age, you're, you're less hip. Like, I used to, I used to, like, two, three years ago, I used to talk a lot of shit on Kanye. I used to be like, dude, that guy's 40 years old. You're going to tell me I'm going to listen to a guy who makes 40 years old? He's making hip hop? He's making hip music? Doesn't ring, that doesn't make wow. sense in my head. You can't be old and making music for wow. young. That, that was crazy. my mindset at the time. And I was like, but I, I can see that how you can still be hip if you're older. It's harder. It is harder. Much harder. I feel like... But it's it's still doable. Yeah. I didn't even think it was doable. But yeah. No, yeah. It's very hard. So yeah, with Lauren Hill, I think it's hard. Like, it's a risky game getting back no, in yeah. the game. But like, Lauren Hill... But she got it? Does... She Lauren Hill, baby? But she hasn't been around for like... I'm not saying she, she can't. Can she? She got a verse on Nas's tape, and that was amazing. I haven't heard. That tape is amazing. Nas is, is that uh, what King's Disease, King's Disease do? too? Yeah. No, yeah. Amazing. Shouts Nas. But, but uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I feel like there's a huge opening for a female hip hop artist. Like my heart hurts. Like you want? To yes. See a fuck yeah, artist. I do, bro. No duh. Like you wanna, you wanna I stand. love women, bro. I have a niece. Like I. There's no size. There's no team. There's no man team and women team. There's no team. Like Your any top five does not include gen. Is not separated. Segregated. Not even my life doesn't include gender. Like there's no. There's no. I want women to win or I want men to win. It's like we're all on the same. We all have sisters. We all have moms. We all have daughters. We all have that. Like we're all the same. Like. I mean, different identities. I'm. 100% for individualism. No, no, for sure. I mean, there's a difference between male and female. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that there's no teams. Like, I feel like nowadays in this in this day and age, like, there's, like, a whole, like, women are wrong or women's rights. And it's, like, and it's, like, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's two sides. Like, I feel like there's a lot of men hating women and there's a lot of women hating men. Uh, I mean... I feel it. No, yeah. I feel, like, when I go it's, out in, the, in, in public, I feel it. It's visceral. And I'm like, dude, there's no teams. Like, I want you to win just as much as me. Like, no, yeah. Well, and it's always been there. It's always been there, 100%. 100%. Yeah. But I'm saying it's more pronounced in this day and age. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking incels. Dude. And it's, it, 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 I don't know. It, it doesn't feel good. Like, when people look at me, sometimes they look at me like, 
you're on the men's team. And I'm like, no, like, like, like sometimes people make jokes like, oh, you're sexist or like, you don't like, like, or something like that. Like, or like you don't read books for women or something like that. And it's like, no, none of that. Like, what are you no, saying, like, you bro? Books at all. Some, like, I don't read books at that all. Too. Straight up. That too. I mean, I do, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> but yeah I, I just don't get this two sides thing so yeah definitely I feel like there's a huge opening for a female rap artist and I know I, mean, I keep my ear to the streets I know the, the up and coming young female artists okay so like Chica and like all these people I know them so I, I shout out to Bia I've been listening to a lot I haven't Bia. listened to her Bia yeah. you haven't heard you know no. I, I put on my jewelry just to go to the bodega no I have not Bro, heard it's pop. I think it's because I was in New York when I got oh, okay yeah, yeah I, see, I'm, I'm not as educated as I say I am. It's but. all good. But, okay, so, like, a little off topic, but you know what? No, that's the, that's the natural flow of the conversation. What, to you, would be, like, a, a female MC who made it by your There's standards? There's a lot. No, 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 but, like, you said you're, like, your heart's, like, we want that one that oh, you want to stand. like, Cardi B made it. No, but, like, you would follow them. Oh, like who's an artist that like I would like for her to make? Who's well, Tiara Wack is is amazing, amazing with bars. Like her bars are like, whoa, so like would, genderless. Like this is amazing. This is better than like Kanye Kendrick. Like this is amazing. Just like on some freestyle shit. Whoa, like she's right. really nice. And like her her last tape, it was it was mad experimental. It was like each song was a minute long. Each song was a banger, but it was only a minute long. That's it was like quick. Yeah, it was, it was weird. So it was like a 15-minute tape, but it was amazing. So I, I don't know why she did that, but like she's an example, Tiara Wack. I think she's amazing. She's not so you, <laughs> She's not a, a really pretty. She's not even kind of pretty. So I think so that's why. That why. why is that got to be a factor? No, so that's what I'm saying. I think that's why she's not as big. Okay. I don't know. Back to horniness. <laughs> uh... I'm just thinking about horniness just because me personally, as a stand-up comedian, I ha- I feel like I enjoy using horniness. Oh, that's a great... My own artwork yeah. of stand-up comedy. I think that's like, I don't want to say low-hanging fruit, but that's that's like easier jokes to work with. You know, oh, like yeah. like sex jokes. Like That's just funny in general. Like, I... answer me this, bro. Why does pooping, pissing, and fucking all happen within an inch radius bro pooping shitting pissing shitting fucking that's where our holes are that's where the bottom is well why are they all in the same place bro i don't know that's sick if you ask me i mean i'm not an anatomy that's a sick joke from god if you ask me (laughs) i mean it'd be like that i mean we don't gotta tell i mean like you think about other animals you know pooping and shitting it's funnier too you see them hippos they like uh Oh, yeah. yeah. They like, clean their ass with their tails, is that what you're saying? No, when they're pooping, they swat it away with their thing and get shit everywhere. It's disgusting. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's gross. Mad gross. Or, like, I don't... I forgot what hedgehogs do, but I think it's, like, they got, like, bubbly shit or something. That sounds gross. It is super gross. But is it funny? Oh, hedgehogs? I was thinking porcupines. Are they are hedgehogs as spiky, or is that just... Hedgehogs porcupines? are also spiky. Okay, okay. Yeah, so you're not completely off, but... Very two different animals, but yeah, no. Going back, no, yeah, stand because like I'm, I've been you know putting the horniness in the stand up comedy, and I also want to. That's just funny, dude. You have to. I mean, yeah, it's funny jokes right there. I'm hilarious, and I can make it hilarious, and I do find it hard to connect with people. 
and comedy wise so you know because i have a very uh what's it called i have a very like deadpan you know like and i feel like you know and like you know the audience connection that's how you get them to laugh with you mm. instead of at you i mean at you is fine too i'm trying to i'm not trying to go for that so you said you you're having trouble connecting like that's where you have trouble in your comedy oh no 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 uh, I think trouble is the wrong word, but like the way my comedy is super deadpan, you know, very stone-like, you know, mm-hmm. wall-like, and just like a matter of fact, I feel like me just like reading out of a, the same tone that my comedy jokes are is the same tone as like I would be like reading out of a dictionary. You feel mm. me? So like the horniness needs to come elaborate yeah. with the thing, and it makes it double funny that I'd say it in such a deadpan way, because usually... Uh, just for me personally, looking at these comedians, a lot of comedians are super excited when it comes to talking about horniness. They're like, so my dick. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to lie. One thing I don't like about like some comedy people is like when they laugh at their own joke, laugh at their own joke of like extra, like obsessively, you know, like it's, it's different to like do like the Chappelle where like you laugh at your own joke, you know, while you're telling it, but like being like, I went to the mall today. <laughs> And, uh, uh, like, that's a little bit too much, oh, bro. Like, bro, that's just a standard. Yeah, you can't be laughing too hard. Yeah, your own bro. Joke. Like, like, I feel like Chris D'Elia does that a lot. I don't watch Chris D'Elia. Me neither, but, like, there's times that I have watched him. <laughs> that's why I don't like him. The like, two he bits. laughs at two. He's, like, laughing, dying at his own joke. And it's like, dude, let us hear it first, <laughs> you know? Then oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I feel you. Because, like, I saw this one dude who I forgot the name of. But also, I wasn't into his comedy. But he was like telling this joke and he was just like laughing. He's like, so, so, I was just like, bro, I can't even hear this. I can't even like laugh with you. Yeah. And that's where the laughing with you. Cause I do, I try so hard not to laugh at my own jokes. It's so freaking hard. Yeah. And that's my point is that sometimes those people who laugh at their own jokes, like they actually have funny jokes, you know, like they're actually funny. But the fact that you're doing that just it takes me out of it, you know? No, I feel <laughs> you're you. Killing, I, you're shooting yourself, bro. I always got to remember to laugh at the at the punctuation mark, you feel me? Like, when the periods or the commas in, that's when I let out a little short hole, you know? Like, a mm. little... <laughs> like, ah. you, feel, <laughs> you feel me? Okay. But, uh, no, yeah. And I'm just like... Do you feel like, as a comedian, I feel like... I, let me say what I've been saying, then I'll ask you. I feel ahead. like, as a comedian, you kind of have to be light. Do you feel that way? Like, when you go up on stage, first you have to have people like you, then they'll laugh at your jokes. Am I wrong in that? Ooh, okay, I'm thinking about this. Because think about it. I've never had a comedian where, like, I don't like this guy, but his jokes are hilarious. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to also think. I think it's just because the medium, because, like, we watch cringe YouTube videos, you feel me? And I don't, I'm not liking them. But, you know, I'm still laughing. Yeah. And they're... I have I personally have never seen a cringe stand up comedian. I have. Oh yeah, okay. You've seen a cringe stand up comedian. How was that? Because you didn't. Did you like cringe? It? As in, hmm. How do I describe this? Um. So I went to an open mic and a guy went up and you could see that he was visibly very terrified, not nervous. Visibly, this man was. His heart was beating. At an unhealthy rate. Like horror movie it. protagonist. You could see it. And he had glasses. He was wearing a leather jacket. Pretty older fella. Maybe late 30s. But not great good looking. Decent. You know, like 
He could pass, but no girls would want to fuck him. You know, but, <laughs> but if he has the right mind piece, he could get away with it. <laughs> but yeah, he went up and he said, you know, like, hey, you know, this is my first time. I've always wanted to do this, and this is gonna be my last time, basically. Like, I've always this is on my bucket list, and I'm gonna do it. Shit. And basically, he went up, super stuttery, and like just like he was telling me, oh, I, I have an ex-wife, and she divorced me, and I'm miserable. I, I remember his act. That's how bad it was. Okay. I was don't get me wrong. I was a fan in the moment. I was I was aiding him on because that's how bad he was doing. But horrible. It was possibly the worst you can do. And he went up and he said, "Yeah, my wife uh, divorced me. I'm miserable. What's even worse is that she divorced me. She's taking my money and she lives with me still. So she's still at my place. Every day I come home from work and I'm miserable. I and all while he's what, what I'm gonna tell you in two three minutes." It took him, like, very long time. Like, sometimes he'd be like, and uh, my wife divorced me. Ooh. And he'd just stay there for, like, 15 seconds. Like, you Ooh. could see him, you could see him go into the pain of where he's at. And also, you could see him go into, like, oh, I'm fucking up. People are staring at me right now. Like, you Ooh. could see it. My and, man's got lost in yes. his own. And he was like, oh, and like every day I come home from work, I, you know, I've, I've been making this garden. And this garden is the only thing that basically makes me happy nowadays, you know? It's like, uh-huh. and, and I remember he, he went, and uh, I've been working on this garden and blah, blah, blah. And, um, and I went back to my, and he, he stopped right there for at least 30 seconds. No joke, at least 30 seconds. And I was in the front row and I was, and I went, garden because that was the next word like he, <laughs> and the second i said garden he caught on and he and uh oh. basically his joke was is i'm so miserable i'm so fucking sad that i do this garden and that's all that makes me happy and one day i was in the backyard smoking a cigarette and i just pulled my pants and i pissed on the garden basically the joke was i have this thing that makes me happy and i pissed on it like even the thing that makes me happy that's how bad like down bad i am Ooh. And it was just a bad set. And, like, he stopped there and, like, and like that was finished. But, like, it was bad, bro. Like, okay. like, I was cringing to be empathetic with him. You know, I was like, come on, make it through, make it through. You can still be hopeful while it cringing. Was it was bad. Okay, It yeah. was really bad. Okay. And you know what the ironic thing was? Is that what? after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After the show, this man was on stage with at least, like, four women. Maybe, like, you know, sister, cousin. X, Y, whoever they were, new girlfriend, whatever they were, cheesing, the happiest man alive. The four women were like, yes, he did it. Like, they're taking pictures. He looked the happiest out of all of them that went. I swear to God. I mean. And I and I think it was just because he made it through, but don't get me wrong, that was horrible. Like, I got horrible. You. No, yeah. But yeah, that was that was the worst, cringiest uh, time that I've seen so, a stand-up. Uh, so there is, there has been a cringe stand Okay, no, I lied as well because I've also seen cringe stand up. It was just a girl reading jokes off the internet, which was her stand up. Yeah, that what and the like, fuck? No, yeah, and then like at the end, like and during like every punchline, she was just like, "Come on, you got you know in it," and I was just like, asking for pity laughs, you know, and I'm just like, and at the end, and at the end, she was like, "You know what? Black lives don't matter," and I was like, "Yeah, whoa," and I was just like. <laughs> so I've also seen the cringe stand up. So going back to the original thing, uh, I guess he did. You like him? 
the guy. I did like him. Okay. And I think that's why I was rooting for him. And I, okay, I, I probably it, liked him because I saw myself in him. You know, I'm not a comedian. So if I went up, I'd probably eat shit just like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's probably why I was rooting for him. He didn't look cool at all. He looked like a guy who's trying to look cool. Does that make sense? Like, he's yes. wearing a leather jacket. He, he looked like, like he Googled how to look cool and he did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked up one of them, like... And I'm not met- saying he's a lame guy. Like, he just looked like a normal, yeah. average dude. Like, not bad, not good, you know? Like some dude eating a burger. Exactly. Um, would you so, say, like... Yeah, I, I don't know if I liked him. Like, I would talk to him after. You know what I mean? Like, if like I liked him and, like... I don't know about that. Okay. But I, I definitely... Entertainment-wise, as a... Very entertaining. Okay. I would not oh, okay. go... Mm, Dr. Dre has, like, a saying. He's like, I, I only look at what people... <laughs> Do, do wrong and I avoid that you okay. know what I mean yeah. and I think that's a great example of that like I saw exactly what not to do no 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 okay you know what I mean okay That I feel like that's more of a, like an artist standpoint but like an yeah. audience standpoint okay yeah what do you think of this guy audience standpoint I think he's a guy who went a little deep in the water like he went a little bit too over his head um, but he made it out so, okay so I don't know if I liked his act but I liked that that he went through with that it. That he did it. Yeah. That he yeah, yeah. got through a joke. Yeah. I like that he, he had the balls to go through with it. Even though he knew during it he was fucking up bad. And you, like, uh, you agree that he was fucking up. Very bad. Like, nice guy. I won't... Like, I like nice to the guy the getting all the way through because being on stage is... Like, like if I was a if I was a judge on the thing, I would like let him know, hey, you had a funny concept, the idea that your life is shit, and you piss on the only thing that you made with your own hands, and you're happy about it. That's a funny concept, but you didn't land it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would tell him that straight to his face, like delivery didn't land it. was. I don't know what it was, but you did not land it, bro. Oh God, I feel <laughs> that. So back to your original uh, question of, do you need to be liked? To be funny. I feel like, yeah, but go ahead, answer it. No, That's yeah. my answer. Well, you're, well, the example that you provided was that. True. You can still be true. liked and not funny. True, true, true. You're right. But I'm trying to think of like a way, like a comedian. That's funny, but not like. Yes. I, when I think about that, I can see maybe, I've, I haven't listened oh, to any wait. stuff. Dane Cook. No, no, no. I think for his audience, his audience. Yeah, he was loved by so, his audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's different. Yeah. But, like, actually, no, because, like, I was thinking of Tim and Eric. Uh, you know Tim and Eric from Tim and Eric's Awesome Show? Yeah. I don't know if it's Eric. Fatter one or the skinny one? Not glasses. Okay. Is that Eric or Tim? It's Tim. Okay, Tim. I remember Tim. He did a... Eric sk- is the, the, the beard, glasses, beard the bigger glasses. guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe so. I believe so. Okay. Yeah, okay. Shouts Tim and Eric. But I remember Tim. No. You didn't like Tim in the beginning? Or no, 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 no. He has a stand-up set, but it's like a character bit where he just does stand-up as a fucking washed-up comedian who Got isn't you. funny. And I was like, maybe that, because like you're not supposed to like him. But, but then he's a like, character on yeah, that yeah, one, yeah. so that one's no, different. So that's, but I, no, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because like... I can see that, though. But he wants you to laugh at like how he's obviously drunk. So he wants you to not like him, but yes. he wants you to think he's funny, like... Like, yeah. not liking him is part of the funny, right? Yes. Okay. I can see that. So That's like, a good example. You know, so, like, he's, like, obviously drunk. He's, like, muttering. He's, like, getting mad at the audience. Yeah. You know? 
But it's hilarious. Yeah. Just because he does I think that applies, but it's also an exception because part of the funny is not liking him. Yeah. Right? That's part of the funny. So I I guess it's an example, but also not an example. Okay. But I I like that one. I like that one. Okay, you know what? Straight up comedy... Like, in general... Com- right? I can't think of anybody, no. right? I think you gotta be liked... Right? To get people to, li- to laugh at I, you. Even a little bit. You yeah, gotta be yeah. liked a just little a little bit. bit. Even pity. Oh, I don't know about pity-like. Maybe pity-like. No, Maybe yeah. that, that'll work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long as you get pity-like, yeah, and your jokes are good. If you get pity-liked and, like, you're telling some, like, Yeah, stuff, you're right. Then, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Because, like... Yeah, because, like, it's hard... Yeah, dude. I've never laughed at, like... I've never been like, I don't like this guy, but his jokes are funny. You yeah. know what I mean? No, like, yeah. I've never thought of someone who's like, he's a dick, but he's so hilarious. Yeah. Like, like you know? Like, and if he was, like, like the dick being is part of the funny. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, David Spade, I feel like like the roles that he plays are, like, the rich brat. You know, like, yeah, 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 Emperor's yeah. New Groove, like, I feel like that's just him. He's, no, yeah, that's he, his In real life, shit. he is the rich brat, you know, like, the... And I think he plays that role really well. I don't follow well. David Spade enough to know if that's a bit. I think that's his real life. Is I could he, be I, wrong. I, I don't know. I've watched him on the Norm MacDonald show, and like that's where like he acts like himself, and he's just like his jokes are mean jokes. <laughs> don't get me wrong; they're funny, but they're mean jokes. Like you ever watch Tommy Boy? No, I haven't seen Tommy Boy. Oh, hilarious! I watched that while I was sick. Hilarious. But in that movie, same thing. You know. Okay. Like, side note: My brain was like Tommy Boy Records. <laughs> Tommy Boy Records, what is that? That was like an old hip-hop oh, okay. label. But no, well, my boy Chris Farley, the legend, late great. Ah, uh, I got R.I.P. Chris Farley. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, and okay, that's so his shtick. His shtick is like the, the mean, short, the, the rich, snobby kid. You know, like the, oh, you're going to do this now? Okay. Well, you I guess I mean? that's an example of like, you know, you're laughing at the dude who isn't like, you know, you're yeah. not supposed to like him, but you're laughing at him. That's okay, cool. so wait, actually, just like big concept-wise, we're... So you, it's laughing at versus adding laughing yeah. with. Yeah, yeah, you got me on that because my first thing is Michael Scott from uh, Office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't. You're I laughing. mean, you you like him because of how stupid he is, but in reality, you don't like him. That's he's a, just an ass. No, yeah. Right? If I actually worked for Michael Scott, yeah, I would you wouldn't hate like him. him. So in it's exactly what you're saying because you don't like him, you're laughing at him. Uh-huh. You're laughing at how stupid and like how uh, blindsided he is. What's the right word? Like how. He, he can't see his own... He's oblivious. Yeah, he's oblivious, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah. So, so in, that, in that situation, you're laughing at the dude who you don't like. Okay. So I guess that would be the only situation. Yeah, if yeah. you don't like the person, then you're laughing at them. Yeah, so in terms of me, myself as a stand-up comedian, the laughing at versus laughing with... That's oh, Andy so- Kaufman, is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Kaufman oh, literally oh, went yeah. up on stage and made you not like him. Yeah. He literally did that. Like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want you to like me. Now laugh at me. Like, you'd cry on stage. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck? No, like, yeah. Andy Kaufman. I, I just realized how, yeah, how genius that is. No, yeah, like. that's a laughing at. Okay, you've actually seen me, and I'm confused on it, so I could use some insight. Is my stuff laughing at or laughing with? No, I don't think it's laughing at. Okay. Because then, so we just figured out the equation, right? Because yeah. if, it's, if it's laughing at, then that means explicitly they don't like you. Yes. Right? Like, you, you can't be liked and be laughed at. Yeah, you can. You can, but, you know. But it's harder to pull off. Yeah. And it's got to be, like, cute laughing at. Like, oh, you tripped on the sidewalk, right? It's not like, it's not like bad 
laughing at, whereas like a like a I screwed over my coworker or some shit, you know, because yeah. you're a likable dude. Um, but what were we saying? Talking about oh, your act and uh, are people laughing at you? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's like no, I don't think so. I think I think you come up with a like weird setups. Yes. So it's like. So already we're like on our seats, like what the fuck is gonna happen? And then you hit us with the punch thing, and you're like ah. So I think with you, it's more of like a averting our expectations. That's just comedy, though. I'm talking. Okay, that's that's. Is it laughing with or laughing at? I think it's laughing with. Okay. I could be wrong though. I I don't know, but I I think it's laughing with. Because I'm personally. I don't get the vibe that. I get, let me reword it. I get the vibe that people want to like you, but they're, they're, they're confused. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. They're like, is he a good, I want to like him, but he, he fucking looks weird. He looks like a scumbag. And then yeah. you're like, no, I'm not a scumbag. And no, then, but then, then I'm like, oh, I'm not, okay. I'm not a scumbag, but let me say these very scummy things. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's like, that's the vibe of my personal set. Uh, but yeah. Okay. I had a point about horniness. Yeah, horniness. Okay. Because we're talking about horniness and that's relatability in terms of, you know, art, high art, low art, art. Everyone can relate to horniness, right? Everyone gets horny. Well, not... Well, horny is a meta... Horny is a funny word metaphor for desire. But since, you know, the funnies, everyone gets horny. Everyone desires, everyone wants. But we're bringing it back to my own stand-up comedian set, which Sanan does have, I guess, the most complete knowledge of. I haven't really made anything new. Mm. Uh, but, you know. How many minutes of material would you say you have? 20. 20, like, solid minutes? 20 solid minutes. Yeah. I feel like... I'm I, an outsider. I feel like that's a decent amount. That's great, because... I'm trying right now where I would be, you know, it's open mic nights, it's uh uh you know, multiple comedians in a night, like you know, part of the set and big names, I'd be opening for them. Yeah. That's what that's where I would say I want currently and where I am with stand up. And 20 minutes is completely fine cuz you know, your boy's fantastic with the adjustable time set, you know. I've been I- I've been like looking a little bit more into like comedy and stuff and like uh like like Nick Mullen for example I was like uh-huh. checking if he has any tour dates and stuff and like I found out that like like New York really is the hub of comedy New like York you can stay is in New York vibe. and can, just make a living and only do shows in New York You can survive just no like you go to any other state no one's heard of you but you pop in New York you can eat you can live you mm-hmm. know people yeah. know about you you can go outside and people are like, oh shit, it's Sanan. I saw him at the fucking uh, comedy club. I mm. fuck with him. You feel me? Like, you can be a successful comedian only living in New York. You yeah. Know? So, so my question is, have you ever considered, like, living there? Oh, of course. When uh, I went there, I was like, I want to live here. I, yo, I actually saw some comedy in New York. Like, I went to a... a I'm trying to remember the name. I went with my brother to this uh, gay club comedy set called okay. The Q. Oh, uh, it was hilarious. But there was silly one... question. Do you have to be gay to perform there? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I was going to say, that's... Wait, yeah, that is a silly... Okay, wait, I'm actually thinking about it. That's kind of lame if you do. I don't think so, because, like, I most... No, no, because most of the performers were gay. Shout out. But uh, I think one of the women... uh, One of the comedians was straight. Got you. Yeah. Like, she joked about being gay, but I don't think she was gay. Okay. Yeah, I would say it's pretty lame if that's the thing, because then you're just... I, I think the priority should be funnies, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like if it's preference, yeah, we prefer if you gay if you're gay and then you do some jokes. I get that. But if you're like it's only that's kind of lame. I, like we're here for the funnies, I bro. I feel you. <laughs> but I think it's cuz like going earlier like the one non-gay com- comedian, yeah. their gay jokes, wow. Oh, no, that makes sense. So they want like really good gay jokes. You like, ask me Actually, that, that's a that's a double-edged sword. But I was going to say, you ask me, if you're invited to a gay club and you're not gay, if you think the jokes are slightly funny, don't tell the gay jokes. But if they're actually well-thought-out, really funny gay jokes, I say you say it. But, but yeah, I, I would say don't even say gay jokes because you don't... Like, you're not going to land it, bro. No, you know what I, I mean? I feel, <laughs> you ain't going to land it, bro. I feel you on the hesitation of gay jokes, but I say if you got the... Yeah, if Wait, you got the sauce, if you got that go sauce, for it. only if you got the sauce. You got you, that gay sauce. But but just be warned down. that if you say the sauce and it don't hit, we gonna let you know. Exactly. We gonna let you know you fucked up. No, but like, and it's different audiences too. Because I'm gonna keep it real, the audience was majority white Midtown gays. You got know, you. You know, dripped up in Zara's summer. Weather. Am I wrong in assuming that a good majority of gays are white? Yes. Okay. There are a lot of white gays. There are a lot of gays of color as well. But yeah, there are a lot of white gays. But, you know. Wait, so I am wrong in assuming that? You're not wrong. Okay, you said yes, so I was like, oh shit. Yeah, you're not wrong. There are a lot of white gay people. Okay, okay. And a lot of white gay people were at this audience. And they were... They were not cheering for the black gay uh, comedian dude who was killing it. Actually, Oh. oh wait, no. There was a black... He was actually doing good? He was hilarious. Wow, was they weren't the vibing with jokes. him? Like, wow, that's interesting. I'm not going to tell his jokes because I don't remember his name. But like, bruh, he was cracking me up. He was like talking Dude, about... Dude, that's this. a weird thing as a comedian. No, but like it was hilarious because like he was talking about how like uh, dating other gay... Bl- you know what? I'm going to tell his jokes and I'm going to find out his name and I'm going to say it the next episode. But I remember his set so well. He was talking about how... Uh, He's recently started dating other gay black dudes, but it gets confusing because they're both wearing uh, basketball shorts when they're about to do stuff. You know, there's a ref in there, so, you know, they both have to be the aggressive dude because, you know, because, uh, like, you know, uh, gay black male stereotypes, you know, they got to be the aggressive ones, got to be the more sexually active ones. It's, you know, and, like, he was playing on that, and his set was about that, and I was cracking up just because, like, you know, I get the context of what he's saying, and... Him using it, hilarious. Mm. But it was me and a handful of other tables who were dying, and most of the room was silent. I was just like, y'all really are sleeping on my man. What do you think that was? I think it was the... I think it was like this weird... A lot of white gays are racist. So the race thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, my brother talks about it all the time, him being a gay of color, Mm. you know, a lot of, and, like, it definitely showed, 
That's weird, don't you think? Like, you would think that they I would know, be you're, more open-minded. You're right? a minority. Yeah. And you double down on yeah. not being a minority? Yeah. I'm just like, what? So, like, like should, if anybody should be open-minded, it's... Yeah, it mean? should be people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... That sucks. Racism yeah. all being gay, being a minority, whack. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was a lot of it, because this man was hilarious. And, like, the other comedians who were white and gay, also very funny. Do you feel like you have, like, when you go to comedy shows, do you feel like you have a higher standard? Like, do you go there yes. with, like, I'm not going to laugh unless you no. make me. But just because I see everything, I know how things are laid out. You feel me? Like, I got, like, it's like when I go to a comedy show, I basically go with, like, a whole blueprint over my, you know? Like, I'm blueprint seeing of, like, how of, jokes work. Got you. You know? So, like, you know, I'm appreciative. Like, I'm always, like, giving respect. So you're breaking down their jokes as they say it? Yes. Is that what you're saying? I don't... That might be just a me thing. Yeah. But, like, it's just... It's it's automatic. I can't turn it off whenever I go to a comedy set. And, like, you know... Like, I'm seeing where they're going. The does, little... that, does that make you enjoy it less? Like, because you're analyzing? Are you, like, not in the audience seat? It like... becomes... Instead of it becoming, like, a general, like, pleasantry... Like it, it becomes is, a work like it almost. used to be. No, no, no. It becomes high and low. It's like very, it's like cliffs. You feel me? No, explain that more. It's either like I'm either laughing so hard, or I'm quiet as a church. And mouse. you're quiet because you're analyzing. Yeah. Got you. It's I'm quiet because I know everything that's gone into it, and like when it falls flat, I'm just like. <sighs> oh okay okay okay. So like I guess I do have a higher standard, but I'd be laughing at jokes that everyone else is laughing at you know got you you're you're not really like i'm not gonna lie when i go to like i mean i've only gone like open mics and like small shit but like when i go to like a con wait what no you've seen the big comedians i mean yeah i've been i've been to one show i've been to a joe rogan show just one legit comedy thing um but um but when i go to that like i have a different mindset i'm talking about like the mindset i go into like these open mics is like i go in with the mindset of like i'm not gonna laugh unless it's forced does that make sense? Like, like I've always thought of like, no pity laughs. No, 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 no. Like the fact that when you tell a joke, you made me laugh. Yeah. Think of that. You made me laugh. It's involuntary. I didn't choose to laugh at your joke. Yes. It made me laugh. It's completely not. It's exactly. completely instinct. Yeah. You stole a laugh from me. It's I like I didn't choose to do that. I you didn't know what consent I mean? to laughing. Yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> that. That's really how I think about it. It's like, wow, he made me laugh. He earned it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. He, he stole it from me. That goes back to, you know, what we were saying earlier, subversion. It, yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And so when I go to, like, these small open mic events, like, I go in with the attitude of, like, I'm not going to laugh unless somebody makes me laugh. You know? So I sit there, and then for, like, I'm not going to lie, the first, like, maybe the first five minutes, I'm like that, and then I just unravel. I just become an audience member, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, make me laugh. Bruh. You know? Like, I, I can't focus on the analyzing anymore. I don't know, know if I, mean? I ever told you... Uh, the story of my second uh, joke set at Las Positas Community College. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was talking about, oh, I got new jokes. And just my boy, huge dude, you know. Uh, he was very, you know, he was very pushing on me to, like, become a better artist, become a better comedian, specifically. And so this night, I was like, oh, I got better jokes. I'm a joke about, you know CJ? Okay. Shout out CJ. Shout out CJ. But, uh... I was like, oh, I'm going to tell the joke about when we went out that night. 
And he's like, oh, I was there. So I got a higher standard. If you don't make me laugh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Mm. I was like, oh, because CJ's a huge guy. It's not, and I was like, mm. and this is like new comedian Harold. So like, you know, I wasn't as believing in my jokes as it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the new context of these guys were there with me. So like, you know, I can't say something. I can't say something. Like, I just got to bring it. You yeah. feel me? And then, so I'm going in. I'm just like, oh, this uh, I go, I'm going in, I go to this terrible birthday party, I'm a cum queen, I'd rather be jerking off instead of going to this birthday party, you know? And, you know, it was those jokes. Then I'm looking at CJ, and he is dying at the jokes, so now I was like, it's working. I felt like I leveled up, you know, like a yeah. video game character. I was like, ooh, I got my experience points, I'm about to invest in charisma and intelligence, you feel me? <laughs> but yeah. So that was like the first time that like you, you like uh you saw that what you were doing is working. Yeah. Like you saw that like oh shit. And this was okay. And also I did not write down my jokes. I was like I'm a freestyle everything. When I was yeah. at Laspo. So it was just so you were just working off like a story. Like you had a story yeah. in your head and you're like I'm gonna add some funnies here and there. Yeah, yeah. And it worked out. Jesus. Thank. Oh. You. No, yeah. But yeah, going back to horniness, I'm very horny for the laughs. Yeah, I, honestly, I want to stay on the the, the the laughs. I like this comedy talk. Um, yeah, no. Another let's talk side about question: it. Um, Would you feel comfortable? Because sometimes I feel like like Louis has this saying. Louis C.K. He says like, I start off my set with my best joke. That way, I can like like he starts off his set with his last best joke. So that he kills that joke, so that he's gotta kill even harder. Does that make sense? Like, like he he sets the standard so high for himself that it's like, oh shit, I've gotta jump high now. Does that make sense? Yes. So my question to you is like, you said you have twenty minutes of material. Would you be okay, like just just recording that twenty minutes and like putting it up, or do you want to hold on to it? Uh, the re- uh, recording stand up. That's. I yeah see I, I know that strong. comedians are like scared to put away, put out their material because then you can't use it again right no no like just because it's different now just because like you know we've been out of we've been in the quarantines yeah quarantines recently so I I'm only gonna record my stand up like with like you know the, I need the stage no no for sure for sure okay. that's what I mean like oh, yeah like let's say you let's say somebody said here's a special oh what I drop a comedy album. Special. Yeah. Oh, of course. With what you have right now. With what I have right now. Yeah, yeah. That's a, what I'm saying. Like right. A comedy let's say mi- tomorrow. A comedy mixtape. Yeah. Whoa. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, would be down it. to do that. I wow. need. I need the setup though. I need audience. I yeah. Because like. Ugh, oh but my then gosh. see, well, I think what more I'm asking is like, are you okay with letting go of these jokes? Oh yes. Like, are you are you okay think- with? Emptying your list and starting anew, right? I'll always be funny. Okay. Yeah, I, I can like just that. make. I, like I can throw everything away, all my shit about Asian people, because this is the first set I'm doing Asian jokes. Uh huh. I'll just write some new ones. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like I'm good. Like I'm in. A, I'm personally like I've been focusing on my writing, um, because you know I wanted to really you know double down, hone that in, hone that in. You feel me? Because one thing uh, in my creative writing when I was uh, in school was the best compliment that I heard from 
like, you know, my pe- the people that graded me either uh, personally or professionally, that they were like, you wrote this. You feel me? Like, that's, you know, having uh, the staple in your writing is, I feel, super hard. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they could recognize, okay, his name's not here. I know who fucking wrote this. Oh, okay. So you're I, saying they, they recognize your writing style? They rec- they recognize my writing identity, just straight mm. up. Like, they, it was like, this is, like, they couldn't put it in a genre. It was just Harold. Like, obviously, you know, more funny, comedy. But, like, the difference between, like, you know, some guy who cusses yeah. a lot and some guy who doesn't, they know that difference. It's not me. They know mm-hmm. by the cussing, the way they use the cussing, the way they use the words in general, the way jokes are set up. Sounds like the way I talk. And so that felt so good. And I wanted to do that in stand-up comedy. I wanted to make some, Basically what I'm saying is I wanted to make some comedy that only I can perform. Mm. You feel me? Because joke theft, oh my God. I feel like that's the worst thing that could happen. You feel me? Yeah. Like as a comedian, you know? Because like, you know, like I'm... It's weird to be serious about comedy. But, I'm just <laughs> but so, you've got to be, right? Like, I'm, just, I'm just so... Going back, I'm just so horny for it. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, like... You're putting yourself in it. So, like, someone else pretending to be you yeah, is so weak. I'm, like, I get it. Have you ever had a joke stolen? No. Have you ever, like, accidentally stolen I, a joke? I, I haven't stolen a joke because I'm, like, when I go to comedy and stuff, like, I stopped watching comedy for a minute when I was, like, doing it up in the Bay Area. Because I was like, I don't want to steal anything. I mm. want it completely, you know, yeah. homegrown in the garden of my brain. And I'm really horny for stand-up comedy. I just realized. Hey, have you have you watched the? I recently watched the special Shane Gillis. No, dude, hilarious! I'm gonna send it to you. Had me gut is laughing, it on, bro. Is it on the streams? It's on YouTube. I watch it, dude. Hilarious, bro. I never. I this guy looks. If you would have asked me two weeks ago, I watched it two nights ago. But if you would ask me one week ago, he looks so unfunny. There's something about him. <laughs> Like, he looks too, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But now, like, my whole mindset is switched. He's hilarious. He was a writer on SNL, I guess. Ooh, wait. I guess they fired him for, like, for like two risque jokes or something. I don't know. Don't, 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 don't ask me. But uh, I guess he got fired, and now he's doing stand-up. And hilarious, dude. But, he's not uh, working at SNL, and he's... Yeah, now he's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Have, what about that? Have you ever thought about like uh, sketch comedy? Sketch comedy? Because uh, that's different comedy, no? Oh, yeah. I used to write a lot of sketch comedy in college. Just because like... It has the same base, right? As stand-up? Same, it's the same result. Really? I different. feel like they're two totally no, different. No, no, yeah. It's two totally different. I feel like they have the same base. Like, like, like for example, with the sketch, you'd be like, oh, I think this idea is funny. Right? And yeah. the same thing with stand-up. You could be like, oh, I think this idea is funny. But then everything after that Yo, is totally okay, going different. Going back, I feel like the dude who was like completely garbage, yeah. I feel like his thing would be a fantastic skit. Dude, that's how it felt. Yeah. Now that you say it, that's how, exactly how it felt. It felt like he was... It felt like he was really slamming it, doing it perfect if his, if his bit was to do a horrible... Stand up routine. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he did it perfect. Yeah, it bro. feels like a skit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah. Oh, and also his story. Is that what you're talking about? Like his story is a skit or just the, the act? Both. Okay, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like the bad comedian, like shout outs to Tim and Eric. That's what he did as like a long form uh, meta text, meta in terms of like the presentation of it That's being stand up. That was a long form skit. Okay, let me ask you a second question then. Which one, I know they're, they're both difficult, but which one is harder to do? Harder? A sketch or an actual, a 10 minute sketch or 10 minute stand up? Okay, this is, uh, you can't do sketches based on minutes, but I can't answer this. This is selfish of me. I think sketches are harder. Because, really? No, not because, just because you need to choose the right performers for sketches. Because stand-up. No, the way I, okay, so the way I've organized my stand-up and my writing style is very difficult for other people to emulate. You feel me? Mm. Like nobody... Oh, I remember I did a skit in uh, I did a skit in Laspo, and it was hilarious. My teacher was cracking up when she was like, you know, because they were like, "Who do you want?" I was like, "Was crack." She was like cracking up reading it, just because like you know, I, your boy was plentiful with the office hours, mm-hmm. and she was just like, she just wanted. She was just ridiculously encouraging. You know, you're hilarious. You're good. I don't know if you're thinking about doing comedy professionally. But you got the talent for it and the skill for it. Mm-hmm. And then later in class, I saw it performed. And these and this was an intro to drama class. So these are not actors. So I'm not blaming them. Like, you know, like, I'm not being like, you know, I'm not hating on them. But just the way they performed my skill was so bad. They didn't just, perform it how you liked it. They right? didn't perform. No, they didn't perform it how the audience liked yeah. it even. Because, like people I knew in drama who were, like, on the drama path but still had to take the intro class. They, uh, you know, I was friendly with everyone, so they knew me, and they knew how I talked, and they knew that I wrote the skit. Mm. And then they were like, it was funny, but should have been other people. I was like, yeah. And, like, it's been... So that, that, that sounds weird. It sounds like you're saying sketch comedy is harder because you have to put your trust in other people. Because it sounds like you're saying stand-up is easier because all I have to do is trust myself and I know I got it. Yes. But with sketch, it's like I have to look for the right people. I have to find the people that I trust can do it. Yes. So for you, it's not even like the actual process of writing the sketch or writing the thing. For you, it's the... Oh, writing-wise The delivery. Writing-wise, I don't have an issue. Wow, okay. But like, but with... Uh, with sketches, the problem comes in performance. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying, yeah. And you gotta choose the right people, and yeah. I... You're, you're saying the delivery's most important, and I could deliver on the stand-up. I'm worried that these guys can't deliver on my exactly. sketch. Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's a funny problem. Because, like, I... I'm gonna be real. I don't want to be in sketches I write. Hey, if you ever have any sketches, I would love to play them out with you. You would have to be in it, too, though. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, oh, I wish we had a why different Why not? Person. I always thought it was, like, the coolest thing when, like, a director was in their own movie or some shit, you know? I, like, as a- bro, I'm the opposite. Like, I want to be fully immersed in, like, director or I writer. Like- I always thought and- it was so awesome. Like, like Jerry Seinfeld, you know, he'd be directing his own show and then yeah, he'd just yeah. go in and say a line... You know, I always thought that was so cool. Or like Quentin Tarantino. No, yeah, you know, like, and I'm not. He's like the main character of his own movie. That's no, so I would weird. do it. I would do it like a Quentin Tarantino, where like I'm only a side character, and like 100, percent I would be down to like die. I write myself dying. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, I, 
I think that's what I like too. Like like Quentin Tarantino sometimes had like main roles, like the one with George Clooney. I forgot the name of the movie, the vampire one. The vampire one. No, he didn't write that. Yeah. Uh, Dust till dawn. Dust till dawn. That but was, he was a... no, that was Robert Rodriguez. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, but he didn't direct. Gotcha. He didn't direct or write that one. Gotcha. Okay, then yeah, never mind then. Uh, I always liked when when like directors were like small parts in their own movies. No, like, yeah. I always thought I fuck with that. So awesome. I don't mind that, but like. Full starring, I'm not hating on it. But I don't I, like when it's too short. Like I don't like the cameo. Like where where's uh, uh, like Stan Spike Lee? Lee? Yeah, Stan Lee just comes out and he says, "Hey, I, that's cool because he's Stan Lee." Okay, yeah. But if you're the director, no, that's a different because he like he yeah, the comics. Yeah, he literally made these characters. Yeah, you know I mean, you have to put them in. Yeah. Um, but but we're like if you're the director and you're just like, oh, that's him in the background. That's weird. But if you're like a, a side character for like. Five to ten minutes. That's oh, like, cool. Like Peter Jackson in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he's just in the background. You yeah, see yeah, him yeah. for like one second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> that, feel that. That's weird. Oh, like... yeah. But yeah, me personally, I'm just like... And like with me, like the separation of on-screen and off-screen, I'm really like... I don't want to like, you know, go into that. Just because I feel like... I feel like I'm just... If I write a skit and I'm in it, I feel like I'm just jerking off. You feel me? But then skits are different because... You, like I feel like... People who make skits don't—they just don't have the manpower, you know. So they yeah, got, you no, know, yeah. I, right? <laughs> Bro, okay, I would love to write some skits with you and some homies in it, but we need other homies who are down. I'd be down. No, I know you're down, and I have two homies who live far away, but they live far away. Mm-hmm. Like we need some, like we need some Tracy homies to film a skit and put it on the official Browning Down YouTube channel coming soon. But <laughs> for sure, but yeah, yeah I'm I would sure love I to find school. people. Like, oh, have the skit, have the. The, the fucking uh, skit ready. No, I got all ready to bro. go. And then have I, I ever delivery. told you about? I never told you about my skit, have I? I have this hilarious skit. I was cracking up writing it. I showed it to everyone. They were cracking up reading it. Uh, it's called Race War. <laughs> mm. So then, like, it starts off and it's like, start your engines for the race war, and like you just, it was like uh, you know, like theater skits okay so then they were just like pretending to drive around they're like yeah. for like a good couple minutes to like establish like this is a race but this is called race war so you got the idea like ah oh, geez race war but then it's like oh race like cars and stuff oh so it's literally a race yeah yeah with so, no race involved like well, the, no yeah, yeah yeah but yeah and so they stop and it's like yeah and then like the person is like one person's like yeah i won the race war and then the, and then the loser of the race war is like Man, this race, your race sucks. The race in my neighborhood's so much better just because it's just one race. I'm like, this stupid thing. Bunch of different races put together. Oh, okay, God. so it literally <laughs> has nothing to do with race. No, you but it sounds so bad. And that's you. the gag. And it was hilarious just from the response. Because, yeah. like, everyone was just like, because oh. uh, it's set, that's the subversion. It's set up one thing race war yeah people got the you know race war shout out to the eventual race war that is not gonna happen <laughs> and then they're like oh race it's just clever wordplay for mm-hmm. a very good race and then like nope it's doubling down on being a racist yeah. and you know it's a quick skit it's a quick skit but like nah i would say 70 percent of it is like the performance because you gotta 
You gotta play racist. Definitely. No, I can see that. Without, like, actually saying racist stuff. Yeah. So, like, it's, you know. And, like, you can't just go, like, you can't just go in, like, just being mad, I feel. Yeah. I feel like you have to have an understanding of the whole sketch. Exactly. In order to just play one part of it, you know? Like, you've got to really know what's funny. Low-key, I might just be having high-ass standards, but you gotta know critical race theory. To be in my racist skit. <laughs> but I feel like you've... I don't want to say comedians, but you've got to hire funny people to do your sketch. Like yeah. You can't, yeah, that's you can't hire an actor exactly. who's like dramatic. You, I feel like you've got to have some funny in you to play these characters. Am I, I wrong in that? I disagree because like... I don't know if you... Did you see Airplane? Airplane. Airplane's a classic movie from the 70s. Oh, yeah. Exclamation point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in that movie was a dramatic, serious actor before Mm. that movie. And that's a comedy, right? And that's hilarious comedy. That's the one with the white dude, right? Everyone's white, but yeah. Okay. (laughs) Most people are. Most of the cast is white, but yeah. Got you. And you just have to be good at acting. Mm. You just got to be real good at acting. Because I know the people I know that have performed as I know agree that comedy is harder than drama. Mm. So, you know, there's gotta be in it, but just because it's comedy and, like, there is the disconnect of you personally laughing at it, that's what, like, I feel like that's what gets in a lot of people's brains. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, like, the, the actor itself is not laughing, or are you talking about the director? The actor. Got you. So, like, you gotta not laugh while while doing the sketch, is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. You gotta believe in, like, your own character. Like, you gotta keep the, you gotta believe in your own character as yourself, but you gotta, like, keep it separate. You have to, like, know it's a joke at the same time. And, like, it's just, doing comedy is such a fucking mental maze. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to, it's hard to get down. You can get it down. It's hard to get down. That makes sense. But, yeah, shout-outs comedy. Uh, Put a lot of horniness into it, by the way, with the way I do well, have now started doing more sexual jokes, but in not in like a Ugh. so I was so I was good looking and I was like, Splamu, yeah. you know, I'm not doing that, <laughs> but it's just, uh, I'm not, it's not about, I'm using sex as a tool, it's not about sex in general, you yeah, know what I mean? like it's the subversions of like you know, relationships and stuff like that, so it being explicitly about sex i feel this is you know what whatever here old tie horse i feel like a lot of comedians are just like i'm ugly but i'm still having sex (laughs) really yeah i feel like that's the gag that's a horrible joke you ask me no but that's like a lot of i mean i guess i guess you could make that funny no but like a lot of like comedians aren't like you know uh traditionally yeah attractive yeah yeah looking i think that's part of the comedy isn't it like, like they go out of their way to like not look good. But that's the end of it. What do you mean? Like the joke ends there. Like the, like it's just one gag. It's the I'm ugly, but I'm, but I'm participating in intercourse. You feel me? I kind of don't, but I, I do see what you're saying because I, I've always thought it was weird how comedians always like that. You're right. That is a common thing. Because like comedian, like, a lot of comedians be corny as hell, and that could be funny. I'm not saying don't say that jokes, but like a lot of it just ends with the 
you know, I'm ugly. I shouldn't be having sex, but I did. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know. I see. Yeah. Some of the jokes do get into it. There's like you know they talk about you know the yeah. bumbles of sex, you know the skill of that, and like it's there. But if it just ends on no, the, you're right. That is a very co- like the the Shane Gillis thing. Once you watch it, like one of the jokes is mm-hmm. like. Like, he, he, he makes fun of, like, how I went to a haircut and look how they fucked me up, you know? Like, yes. like, what do they do, you know? like And then he's like, whatever. And then he's like, no, it's even funnier that I thought, like, a haircut was going to make me look cute. Like, like he, he's joking on, like, I thought that a haircut was going to give me bitches. I'm mm. so ugly that, like, not even a haircut would help, you know? Yeah. like And, like, yeah, you're right. That is a very common thing. Maybe um, it's just because, like, I'm so tired of self-deprecation because, you know, we grew up on YouTube. Yep. And that's the main way these vloggers like Yeah, economy. it's like low-hanging fruit. It's like, it, uh, yeah. it's not that funny, and that's the easiest funny you can make, right? It's no, like, yeah, it's just, oh my god, like, fucking every vlogger that's just like, hey guys, welcome to my YouTube channel. I don't even know why you're watching me. Oh my gosh, I hate myself so much. Why, hey, I, why do I keep this in the edit? Some <laughs> self-deprecating humor, like the cleverest ones, is good. Yes. Like, like you've got to work to like self-deprecate like yes. but yeah i agree i agree like most of it nowadays it's 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 tired you know it's, it's become tired. tired i'm tired of it like the self-deprecating just for relatability no which is why i'm like me personally this is why i'm choosing horniness over self-deprecating mm. when it comes to relating to my audience yeah you feel me because like i'm not i'm not for uh, i'm just like like i can do self-deprecating but I feel like just the way I present myself, it just comes off as in, mis- I was gonna say ingenuine. That's not a word. Ingenuous, that is right. Ingenuine. Ingenuous. Not ingenuous. Like not genuine. Ingenuine. Ungenuine. Ungenuine. <laughs> These aren't words. <laughs> we're just adding like adverbs. But yeah, just like the way I could present myself and the way I do my comedy, a very. Uh, confident you know vo- confidently voiced yeah you know i stand up straight on stage you know so me doing the uh, hey guys welcome to the stand the community Is there, oh my gosh i don't are there me. any pet peeves that you have for like people that go up on stage or anything like i remember uh jerry seinfeld said he hates when people like put their arm on the mic stand or like just hang on to it he's like you know you're up here to work stop hanging out do you have any pet peeves like that not really well just in general when you're not in control i feel like i wouldn't marked out if i saw the dude that you saw just like him the all the pausing and stuff you would have what i would have like you know i've been like oh, heckled man. no i wouldn't have heckled <laughs> you're a piece I of shit if you would have heckled i'm never gonna heckle <laughs> i was about to say this is the first up. time bro it's an open i would mind. never you're heckle this shit. dude if i saw how bad it was i would never heckle i'm never heckle in general mm. but even if i saw this dude but i would be like loud i would just be like you know i would just mm. be like i would be audibly cringing like, I know I wouldn't be like, hey, yeah, you know, yeah. to where he would hear it. I'll just be like, you know, breathing louder. Just like, come on. You feel me? Yeah. Like, breathing very hard, trying to clear off the nostrils type of breathing. You know? I feel it. Uh, so you, you're just saying you, you voice your frustration or you, you voice your disappointment when you're, in a, when you're in the, not voice, but you, yeah, you voice it. I would not do very it. loudly. But yeah, I'm not going to heckle him because heckling, that's completely disrespectful. Completely. I want to I laugh. Because yeah. if I'm heckling, I'm just trying to jerk off at a comedy show and be like, I missed the sign-up sheet, but <laughs> you feel me? And mm-hmm. now, No shouts to hecklers. Fuck you. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't... Uh. What, do you, what do you mean by the control thing, though? Oh, like, 
like, uh, what's up, mom? What? It's all good. That means I'll talk to you later. Okay. Um, what was that, mom? It's just like the control thing. Like, oh, I remember yeah. watching it in the New York comedy show, the one comedian who I was not, I personally did not find funny. It was a lot of, like, you gotta, it's the lack of connection to the audience, I feel like. You gotta read the room, and, like, comedians who really don't read the room, it's like, come on, like, open your eyes, like, there are people sitting close to you, you can see their faces, and, like, cause, like, this girl, I don't remember her name, so I can't name drop her, but she was just doubling down on this theater kid type comedy. You know, very exaggerated, very like. Dude, I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that firsthand. Like, I, I, I have memories of like exactly what you said. A female is just doing like the the theater comedy. Like you're, you're trying too hard for like, and you're digging for pity laughs. You yeah. know, it's like your stuff ain't funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like that self-deprecation yeah. plus theater De- comedy. Yes. Which I'm not personally for. Yes. And like. The audience agreed with me because like there weren't a lot of laughs. Yeah, like literally, you literally came up on stage to tell us how shitty your life is, and you expect us to laugh. It's like, no, we feel sorry for you. Like, go fix yourself, bro. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like, they're trying to be self-deprecating. Like, like I remember there's a a girl that went up and she's just talking about like how how she hurt her foot or something, and so she injected heroin so she could feel numb so she could, like, rip off her toenail or something like that. Jeez Louise. And it's like, yeah, bro, like, that's not funny. And then and then the joke was that she took too much so she blacked out and she woke up with a banana in her vagina. And it's like, exactly, that's you didn't laugh. Some, I, I, that's some theater kid yeah, way, like, randomly exactly. stuff. Like, I'm what's, not what's wrong? Yeah. Like, like, these jokes don't connect. That's not cute, baby yeah, okay, girl. That's, that's not cute. Yeah, like, okay, that's another thing. You gotta make, it's gotta be a path. You gotta, this is a path. You don't just put down yeah. stuff on a random. The same, like, you know, the same a Minecraft map. Yes. You gotta, like, I know your life is shitty. Don't bring it up on stage, bro. Make that shit funny. If your life is shitty, make it no, funny. Like, like, you can't be turn, making drastic turns to different places. I feel like just audience can, I guess audience connection is so important to me. But, you know, you gotta, you, you this, uh, you're an Uber driver. You gotta take them to the whole road. You can't just like yeah. crash through a building and then another building, and cause all this property damage. And like you're not laughing at the you're not laughing yeah. at the property damage. I broke three windows. No, that's not getting you to this Chick Fil A. Yeah, like no, like that's not like I'm not I'm responsible for all of this because the Uber does not claim responsibility. That's that metaphor. Um, but yeah, I'm just like just, just be good. Com- my pet peeve is shitty comedians. I feel it on that. <laughs> but yeah. And then sometimes you'll see like people who like, like just, uh you know what? Uh I don't I don't know if this is true because like shouts to Come Town Podcast, I love the Come Town Podcast, but like just going blue, you feel me? Just like going straight into like the it's unearned. The nastiness. If the nastiness. Wait, is wait you lost me. What does going blue mean? Well, going blue is just like going like. Uh, so I was, uh, you know, I was uh, walking the other day, and then a penis shit my fuck. You feel me? Just, so just going, super raunchy. Super. Just going into the raunchiness, but I feel, 
But like I do, there's been exceptions to the rule where like I'm laughing hilariously at this raunchiness. Well, I think it's I think it's about the delivery, right? It's like yeah, it's okay, yeah. it's how you deliver it. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's like if you if you. Oh my gosh, yes, because like it, the way I did it, I would probably giggle, chuckle. You know, I'd find it funny. But if someone's like, so I was walking the other day, and then I shit my fuck, mm-hmm. I wouldn't find that funny. I feel it. You know, you put all your fucking chips into, uh, you know, the F word being the mm. gag, which it isn't because, you know, we got the internet now. The F word is nothing. Do you feel like, like sometimes I feel like I see comedians go up again at these like small comedy shows. So they're not really like full fledged, but uh, I sometimes I see like comedians go up and like sometimes I could see. Like, like, when you tell a joke, you could break it down, right? You could be like, oh, this is this, and this is the punchline, and this is this is when it hits, you know? And sometimes I could see people, like, they tell their jokes, but they, they themselves can't analyze it. Like, they can't break it down for you. Like, they don't know. Like, exactly what you said. Like, like if that guy thought the F word was the funny, you can't break down that joke. Like, you're doing it wrong, buddy, you know? like. No, no, no. I feel you. Yeah, so I feel like I've, I've... seen that a lot in comedians, that, like, yes. up-and-comers, you know? Like, yes, the... Like, you wrote down this joke, but you don't even know where the funny is in that joke. You yeah. know, so like, stay at home and research funny. You know what stay I mean? At like, home. you're not ready for the stand up. Call man. your call your friends. <laughs> tell them the jokes. Being friends with a comedian is that's the benefit of it. You get to laugh at the funnies, mm. or you get to laugh at the fun at your friend. Uh, but no, yeah, because like. I see it, but that's completely newbies. Every comedian, even at the open mic nights, you know, people are breaking down their stuff. They're like, like, I remember I was, com- my first, like, open mic in San Francisco. Uh, during the break, all the comedians were just, you know, uh, talking trade, you know. They were mm-hmm. like, man, I was at this gig last week, and, like, I had the, I, it was like, I was breathing wrong during the punchline, so, you know, it didn't deliver as hard when I, I was breathing line, breathing the wrong during the setup, so it didn't deliver as hard. Mm. And then, like you know, the homies were also talking about like you know getting nervous and rushing through their setup so that the punchline didn't didn't land. And I was just like, yo, because I love talking shop. You feel me? And it was fantastic. So yeah, that what you just described of the not knowing the funnies. That super new, straight out the box. Scrub. Bought it from Target. Still in the trunk of the car from the layaway order. You're a noob, as my niece, as my niece would say. Yes. You're a noob. Listen to her. She's right. You're a fucking noob, bro. You're a noob. Stay at home and do your research. Don't come to Evo, you scrub lord. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. But yeah. And then I, I, I've also seen a guy... Who went up and his delivery wasn't good, but his material was good. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like he went up and he, you could, again, you could see, you could, you could feel the visceral nervousness on this man. This man, he didn't look very. I gave out a no. I feel that, and I gave out a joke to a guy who I thought had really good mm. material, and I was just like, you know, maybe, you know. Maybe he doesn't find this funny because I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. So I just gave him a joke straight up. And then he told it. And I was just like, it's the delivery. Mm. 
So yeah, no, that's also a thing. But if you're gonna be in stand up, the delivery is just as important. Tremendously important. Yeah. Maybe even more so because I just feel. I, if you ask me, I would think so. Like, like when it comes to hip hop, what I've learned is like uh, flow, like how you say things, the cadence of your words is way more important than what you say. No, yeah. Way more, and why? I'll tell you why. Because if your flow doesn't bring me in. Nobody's gonna listen to what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, like nobody's gonna want to hear the words that you're saying if you didn't get them with a nice flow. So first you gotta get them with the flow, and then they listen to your words. No, yeah. So yeah, words are just as I want to say, yeah, just as important. But the flow is 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 the first thing that's important. Um, so I think it would be the same with comedy. Like, cause sometimes I sometimes I've heard some not funny jokes, but the delivery was hilarious. Bruh. I feel you. I feel like sometimes that's you sometimes. Sometimes you don't even say funny things, but you say it funnily. And yeah. then I'm like, well, what the fuck? You know, he just said, Balumba, you know? And like, well, what the fuck? Like, no, yeah. Harold's no, a weird motherfucker. No, I agree completely. Because I remember I was like going off on someone. Not going off like for real, real. But like, I was just like, yelling isn't funny. And then I started yelling just random words. And I was like, I was like, see, that's not funny. And then everyone in the room was laughing. And mm. I was just like, fuck, I didn't point. <laughs> no, maybe you did. Laughing, no. laughing, like, triggers something in us, No, right? but, like, I was like, no, but my point was shouting isn't funny. So then I just shouted. No, but that's what was funny, was that, that you shouted to make the point that shouting isn't funny. Uh, that's wait. the funny. Oh, that's a double, yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny. But then the, that The funny's like, he's yelling at us while he's telling us, don't yell. You know what I mean? Like, that's funny. No, yeah. Ah, shoot. I didn't think of it that way. That's how funny you are that you can accidentally say funny. So, Dang, why am but I yeah, so, why like, am I so hilarious? Like, that's how I feel about George Carlin. Like, some of his stuff isn't funny. Yeah. Like, like, it's just truth. Like, you know? And no, like, like George Carlin. Like, not like not a criticism, but man's got that TED Talk delivery. Yeah, but but he's still funny, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's a funny guy naturally. And that's the weird thing about him. Like, sometimes he's not even saying jokes, but the delivery is like... And then also, he's he's giving you a super serious point. Like, he's saying, like, we're using soft words, bruh. Like, we don't even say kill baby pills anymore. We say plan B. Future is going to see baby go away or something like that. And, like, he's really hitting you with some truth, you know? Like, as a society, we're, we're killing babies, but we're not saying that, you know? And then... Uh... But that, that's the point he's trying to say. Like, oh, yeah. we're just often babies, and we're saying, no, we're not often babies. We're baby be gone, you know? We're just, we're, we're using soft words. That yeah. was the point of his bit. And and so he's he's totally giving you truth, but you're laughing, and you're taking the truth in also. Does that make sense? Like, you're you're getting the point, but you're also laughing at the point also. Yeah. So you, you're I mean, also getting, so with his act, you're getting smarter, but you're also, like, laughing, too, at the same time. No, yeah, that's the... The old man educating dad lecture type of comedy, which I'm looking forward to when I am past forty, out of rehab. Yeah, that is. You're, you're right. That is kind of like a cool. But that's old man com. That is old man comedy, which does work. I want to say it's old man comedy. No, no, no. You've got to be old man. No, to it's do not. It. Well, I see what you're saying, but yeah. it, the, the negative connotation I don't like. But Just I see what you're old? saying. Yeah, because it's like, I George Carlin wasn't old, you know what I mean? I mean, he was, he was like 40-something. Yeah. That's uh, old. I don't think being old is bad. 
Me neither, but... Like, there's a difference between old man comedy and washed comedy. But I feel like old man comedy kind of, like, it implies that it's for older audiences. I mean, low-key, yeah. And I don't feel that way about George Carlin or, like... Like, I would say Dave Chappelle's going into old man comedy nowadays. Yeah. Like, he's, he's slowly getting there. But George Carlin had all the old people laughing, too. I, I, I don't know about that. I, don't, I wasn't even aware of him during his time, but... I mean, we weren't born in, like, the 70s or whatever. Yeah, that's my point. When like, young I, don't, George... I don't know who, was, who, who his fans were. Well, we weren't there for... We couldn't physically be there for young George Carlin. No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I... Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. No, yeah. Old man comedy. Yeah. I'm not in, in, in I'm well, not into, but I don't want to try out. Like, I'd be open to it, but I'm not trying to do, like, you know, the lecture. I got a yeah. point. I'm just going to hype up the people with the, well, the, this is uh, this is what I want. I want connection out of the thing, and here's how it does. Mm. Or, like, you know, that's not me part. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. I can see it. I see how it works. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I feel it. Mm-hmm. You're just here for the comedy. I'm just horny for the comedy. Just here for the laughs. Just want that laughs. I want the laughs. I want you to laugh. You know? Using giggles. I feel it on that. Being laughing. Also, being funny is hard. I agree. But it's easy for me. So, I'm, so. It makes me feel good that I can do things that other people can't. Mm. Loki. I feel like everybody can be funny. Oh yeah. Like I, I f- it's like Ratatouille. What do you mean by that? Remember, he's like anyone can cook. Oh okay. Like and yeah. But I feel like it's a common comedian thought to be like, nah, some people just ain't funny. Oh no. I don't agree with that. You know, well, I see like a lot of comedians being like, nah, so, like, like that's you can't- just elitism. Uh, yeah, and that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking professionally, I think some people aren't funny, but some but everybody can be funny. But some people just choose like explicitly, no, don't be funny. You know okay. what I mean? It, are we are we talking professional or personal? No, no, no. I'm just talking about in general, in not general. professionally. Okay. Professionally, there's some unfunny comedians, right? Yeah. We can all agree on that. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and there's some there's some funny people who aren't comedians too, right? Mm-hmm. That are like. Damn, this guy should be a comedian. Oh, yeah, like, you asked me, Trump is a great comedian. Bro. Oh, my God. He's just <laughs> laughs yeah. unlimited, bro. Uh, like, I hate oh, I love him, man. I love him. He's stand-up. I love him, man. I feel like The he... only person who... There's a... Oh, there's a there's a tornado? There's a hurricane? Remember when there was a hurricane in 20, 2019 or something like that? There was a hurricane. He's like, hey, why don't we just nuke it? Trump really said that. Is it a hurricane? Why don't we just fucking nuke it? Oh my god! In America, bro. Why did he become a politician? <laughs> free comedy, bro. Why did he become a president? Oh like, this man! Is, he chose the one thing where you shouldn't be free comedy, bro. Oh my god! I love this man. Oh this is free comedy, man. It is funny. Oh, in, the te- in a terrible way, but yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, some funny people out there. No, yeah. Actually, yeah, not everyone can be funny. <coughs> do you do you feel like you uh, like are you? Is there any type of comedy that you're not good at? Self deprecation. 
I mean, you you could be good at it if you just practice for like two weeks. You you just you just don't like the topics. So you you choose not to be good at it. Am mm, I wrong in that? I don't know. I feel like you you no no you no have no, a no. Grudge against Wait, the topic no 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 no. I'm so good at self deprecation because I don't make it obvious. Because like when I'm joking with the homies, because like people are like, "Shut up, Harold, you suck," and I'm like, "Oh okay, I know." And then everyone's la- <laughs> everyone's laughing, and the person who insulted me is like, "Oh wait, <laughs> that's that's my self deprecation." Gotcha. It's subtle because it feels true. Because, like, if I was really hating on myself, I wouldn't be like, why are you watching me? Oh, my gosh. You feel me? Like, I would, I know what actually hating yourself is like, Mm -hmm. so I use it as a joke. Mm -hmm. And that's how I do self-deprecation. Gotcha. I just got high standards for it. What about, like, like, are you, do you consider yourself a good roaster? Yeah, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah? 100%. The other day I said some old lady forehead looked like a driving movie female. Damn. <laughs> Why do you do that to my lady? She's terrible. <laughs> Alright. Alright. No, yeah. Styles of comedy, I am open to and to most of them. Hmm. Like, I know I said earlier, like, I'm not for self-deprecation, but actually thinking about it, I'm so good at self-deprecation. Would you be down to do, like, a roast-off with somebody else? A roast-off? Yeah. I feel like I've done that all the time. So, yeah? 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 All right, I gotta, I gotta find a funny, good roast comedian. And then I'm, I'm gonna get back to you. I'm down for that, but... Yeah. I don't know how many other comedians you know, Sanan. Is it just me? I like to think I have some... No, I, I, I know a couple of people that did open mic. They're not, like... They're not like active comedians. Are they? Make sense? Are they as good as me? I've never seen him. He doesn't count as Rahul. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If you don't know him, but this is dude Rahul. Shouts out Rahul. He did stand up comedy in uh, San Diego a couple of times. But um, I, I like to think I know funny people. I don't know. I like to think I know comedians, not professional comedians. Um, but I like to know. I like to think I know funny people. Well, you do know me, so. Yeah. Well, one. other than you. Okay. I meant other than you. I like to think I do know funny people. Oh well, yeah, go ahead. Shout outs. But are they funny on a professional level? You think they can get these... Uh... I think, I think that if these people that I'm thinking about, yeah, took it serious for a month or two, if they really said, okay, I'm not gonna... We have talked about this. <sighs> what? Tamar the Hammer. Oh, yeah, Tamar. Tamar's, Tamar, yeah, that, he's if definitely Tamar in my was, mind. If Tamar was horny for comedy, bro. Yeah. Ooh. I think he's kind of like a, what's the word? Um, Down in the dumps, maybe? Or oh, in yeah. the in the sunken place, I like to say. Oh, yeah. You know, but, we've all been there. I'm, I'm there right now. But, um. I've been there. I got out. Um, yeah. I, I really feel, ugh, like that fool is funny. But Bruh. he's just kind of cucking himself. Yeah, like, honestly. I don't know if Tamar is going to be actively listening to episode 5. Of Probably not. Life. I wouldn't count it. Aw, oh, man. Well, well, okay, whatever. Is it, no, it's not on him. It's not a personal thing. It's just, this is a lot of content, bro. Two hours each video. There's five videos. That's ten hours, bro. I'm not, I'm not counting him to listen to ten hours of me talking. No, but like... My ass is annoying, bro. Well, obviously, like, if Tamar 
hypothetically, this could be anybody. Ten just hours, bro? Not ten hours. I won't hours. even listen to Not your all shit of for it. ten hours. Not all of it. I'm saying episode five. It's the first episode on top of the list because it came out the most recent. You feel me? Uh, and this is towards the end? This is two hours in? This is two hours in? Two hours in. Oh, you I get, think you're giving him too much credit, I think bro. you get here eventually. Hey, if you hear T, I love you, my guy. Yeah, shout out to Tamar Dean. But I really, I really don't count on him being here. Freaking talk. <laughs> honestly, talk to me because I feel like you can be the, you can get these funnies with me. Hey, we should have him as a guest. First yeah. guest. Of oh, course. Cool. First guest? Who would be down for first guest? That's, that was, I've been thinking about this. Who would be down for first guest? I don't know. Because, like, I've been thinking about it as well, and I, like, have... T no, yeah. would for sure... I mean, even if he's not down, I could force him to be down. No, so, yeah. honestly, in my mind, I had him down as first. We talk about it on podcast? Fuck, we can talk... We can, say, we can change uh, topics. It's all good. I'm horny for other people to come and talk with us on Brown and Down. <laughs> but, yeah. No, yeah, but, yeah. You know what? Whatever. This is a call-out to Tamar. Tamar... Slide through. Dude, the fool's not gonna be listening, bro. I know he's not listening, so it's okay. <laughs> you, you, you. I don't know. I'm not. Man. I'm not even dissing him. I just like, hey, slide in, talk to us. It's not even a diss. I just want to see him. I feel like with my friends, it's it's me that's got to introduce them. They're they're not gonna step into this world. They're not gonna dream chase. They're not gonna. They're not horny. They, they don't have that ambition. So it's either I say, hey, look, I'm doing it. Maybe you can do it too. Or they're just they're just going to do their own thing. Okay. That's really how I feel about Wait, every single one of my friends. How long are we into this? Two hours? Yeah, we're, we're, we're past the two-hour mark. Ah, dang. Okay, I wanted to talk about this more because I've been down. Uh, so they're not horny for this pursuit. Do, do they want, do the, the friends that we, you have in mind, do they want it, but they're just not horny for it? Everybody wants it, dude. Really? There's not one single person who would rather do this instead of a 9 to 5. You're telling me you'd rather do a 9 to 5 than this? No, no. Yeah, but like... No, yeah, of course I'd do this instead of a job. Are you and all of that... That's my point. Everyone would. Like, nobody wants to work a 9 to 5, but these guys feel like that's the best route. Like, that's that's the safest route. Like, that's... It's kind of sad. It is sad. Very much so. Very much so. Like, and that's why I'm... I now see it, but I made the mistake of like cutting these people off. And like I told them, I told myself, like, they have no ambition, right? So it's like, they're only going to be dragging me down. If I'm full of ambition and they have none, and I've been trying to, you know, like light a fire under their asses. I mean, you can't. I feel you. I feel low key, I think subconsciously, I did the same thing with you. But. What do you mean by that? Like. But then you helped, you helped too, because I remember at one point, like, you really looked at me in the face and you were like, hey, bruh, you can't put it on other people. Like, it's it's either you do it and you bring me along or we ain't finna do it. Like, you said something along those yeah. lines. that's what I said about this. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I, it really resonated with me. Like, I was like, damn, he's right, you know? Like, 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 I used to get mad at, like, like, I would send Carlos a song, you know? Like, like I would write a verse... And then I'd send him, a, send him so like, hey, write a verse. Or, or just vice versa. I'd send him a beat that I made, and, and I'd want him to write a verse. No verses yet, and nobody's rapped on it yet. And I'm like, hey, yo, write a verse so that I could write a verse after. And then it'd be like months, and he's, he never came back to me. And then it's like, and then I would get mad at him. You know, it's like, 
and you were right. It's like I should write my verse first, have the song finished, mm-hmm. and then send it to him and be like, hey, yo, can you would you like to or blah, blah, blah. Would you like to? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, or anything like that. Like that. And you know then what? It, Episode yeah. five, little bonus time. If you're here still, listen to, let, listen, thank you. And listen to, listen to, you know what? Listen to us horny for the truth. Yes. Uh, yeah, no. Because, like, yeah, real talk. You were in the boat where I saw you wanted it. And you were so close. You can do it on your own in terms of the artwork. I can, but I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, no, 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 I get Why it. Why would I want I get it. Like, there's a saying, like, I, I, I work on the Peloton, which is like a, a, a bike, a stationary bike, and has a screen with, like, a coach. And one of the things he says is, like, we all, and he says it in the class. Yeah. You know, so I apply it, I apply it to my life, to people I know. He says, we all started together, so let's finish together. You know, yes. like, like, he's going fast, and then he stops, and he waits for me, and he's like, we started, to, I think the same way. It's like, we started together, bro. I've known you since the beginning. It's like, I've known you since I was a kid. Same thing with these other motherfuckers. We started together. Let's all finish together. We all want to become the shit. We all want to be great. Exactly. None of us want good. Bruh, I know. We all want great. You don't want to be a good comedian. I don't. You want to be a great comedian. Exactly. And same thing with all of us. Like, And then the second you lie lie to me or yourself and just say, nah, I'm fine. I like, like... Like, when I think about this topic, I always think about Daniel. Daniel's my brother, bro, but that man's been working at Safeway for, like, six years. And it's like, what are you doing, bro? Bro, have you, like, really, like, broke down and, like, talked to Daniel? Like, what I've, do you want? Not like, like that, but I've, I've gone close. Like, got... I've, told him, I've told him, like, hey, yo, like, yeah, actually, I have. Like, I was like, where do you, like, why, I've talked to him explicitly about this. Like, you really, you're really going to be at Safeway five years from now? Yeah, probably going to manage it. That's really what you want, bro? You want to become the manager of Tracy? Nah, but that'd be cool. No, okay. I've like, heard... I've had this conversation okay. with him explicitly, and I'm like, hey, yo, buy a journal. Like, I feel like when I talk to my friends, I give them... It's like it's like when you talk to Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you're like, hey, Arnold, how do I get big in the gym? And he gives you a workout, and you look at it, and you're like, this looks hard. He's like, yeah, duh, it's hard. What, you thought it was going to be easy to turn into Arnold? Yeah. I feel like I'm like that with my friends. It's like I gave them a list and they're looking at it like, journal every day? Delete my Instagram? This is hard. I'm not going to do it. Bruh. And then it hurts me because it's like, bro, you asked me for help. I'm giving you the right answers. You're just not following up on your end, you know? And then, I feel you. And then it's like, dude, I don't want to be here for this. It's like you're letting me down. I don't want to hang out with you just so I can see myself be let down. I feel you. And it hurts, bro. It hurts. It's pain. I feel you. It's pain, bro. I'm in the, I was in the same boat, dude. Me and all my... Th- me and the theater cohorts, as much as I'm very, you know, in hindsight, I shouldn't have put the energy, I shouldn't have put that much care into it. But, you know, these people did not want the same thing as me. They saw... That's the problem I had. I was uh, telling you about with the high school episode. These, uh, I was like, man, we're all with the same ambition. You know, everybody trying to be the best like me. And then I find out, no, I'm doing this as a hobby. I don't really care about this. Even yeah. though I super do, super into it, but I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, it's the same thing with our boys. Bro, I've been defending Daniel for the longest time. You never told, you never said that. You said, no, but it's cool. That makes it different. 
Yeah, now like I'm on, I remember explicitly. Now I'm on your I remember side. when I was young, I would do this exercise with my friends. We'd sit in the car and we'd close our eyes. I tell them close your eyes and and I'd be like, "Hey, where do you see yourself in five years?" You know, and they like really paint me a picture. And I remember like he told me like he was still at Safeway and that that hurt. Like that really hurt. Like damn, bro, you still see bro, if yourself. If our boy doesn't want to be at Safeway, then get out of Safeway, my guy. Like I'm not saying get out now because like Safeway got that got them checks. But I'm not even I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying it hurts that it hurts that these people say that they share your dream. No, not even that. No. No, okay. no he never once said he shared my dream. Okay. No, it's not that. It hurts that I don't know, man. Like they like like I remember one at one point we were playing basketball and like Daniel was like this is putting him on the spot. Again, I love him like a brother and I like I flaked on him last time, and I've been meaning to hit him up. I'll hit him up soon, but I love him. I really do. Like I, I used to have a huge resentment on him because of this, because of this, and I oh, never shit. like talked, and like it came out in like bad Real ways. Quick, shout out to Daniel. But yeah, I love him from the deepest part of my heart. And I, I care about you too, to my boy. To if you're, but, if but you're, at one point, if you're this deep in the episode, shout out. He's not here, bro. <laughs> but at one point, um, like we were at the park, and like like Carlos was saying something, and then. I said, like, oh, you should, you know, or, like, you haven't been posting that much. Like, post more music. Something along those lines. Yeah. And then Daniel was like, bro, you're not even making music. You don't even post your music. Or some shit like that. Or you don't even make music. To you? you? Yeah, like, you don't even. That's fucked up. No, 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 no. You're, you're missing, you're, you're jumping, you're jumping okay, to okay, conclusions. Okay. Let me finish. finish. Yeah, yeah, no No, problem. he was trying to be like, like, hey, you don't even make music. Stop talking shit. Like, like he's trying to, like, encourage me to make music. Yeah. You know, like, and he's right, like. And then, uh, and then how I answered was like, no, I still make music. You, you're tripping, dog. I still make music. You're tripping, mad tripping. That's my passion. I just don't post it. And then he was like, oh, that's even worse. You make it, you don't post it. And that's what hurt me. It was Ooh. like, wait, 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 wait. First of all, you don't even make music. Like, how we got, oh, that's how we got onto it. We got onto it. Like, he was, he pulled up a song and he's like, dude, you should use this as your intro or some shit like that. You should make music on this. Mm-hmm. I was like, you should do it. Like, it's your idea. Like, Nothing's stopping you, bro. You don't have to be an artist. To, you don't have to be a musician to make music. That's my belief. You just fucking do it. And and then he twisted around on me like that. And like, I don't know. It just hurt. Like, you're, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to uplift. And if it, it hurt. It sucks when like, uh, it gets taken the other way. Shout out to Daniel. You know, I care about my boy. But like, when we got defensive, you probably hit like a nerve, you know, maybe... No, I did hit a nerve because okay, I yeah. told him to make art. Yeah. And then he's like, he's just so stuck in this place of like, nah, that's not me. And I, I, I'm like, that's not anybody, you know? Like, stop identifying with it. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it'll make you happier, G. Like, like, why are you so against making art? That's a weird thing to fight against. That's very weird. Like, I, I don't know, man. I feel you. And I've come across this <laughs> myself. And just from personal experience, this is a completely them issue. Like, oh, 100%. I remember in, in high school, he used to make fun of, like, the friend group for watching anime. He used to, like, say anime's gay, blah, blah, blah. What? Yeah, 100%. Like, 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 devout. Like, if you brought up anime near him, he would walk away. Like, like I, I'm not kidding. I'm not, it's not hyperbole. I'm not exaggerating. That was him. And now he's the total opposite. We the got him on anime. Weed. Yeah, and he's like, he's the guy who's like, our, like he's the guy, like when he comes around, you want to be like, all right, bro, chill. You know, I watch anime too. Stop. 
Stop being. Stop saying nani. You know, stop saying date Jap- bio. Like <laughs> fucking chill. Japanese bro. in the bio. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he knows like three Japanese words, but <laughs> but yeah, like so it just shows that like he's so against it, yet he knows it's good for him. You know, it's like it's almost like he knows. It's healthy for him, but he doesn't want it. Bruh, I'm gonna be ooh. I'm gonna keep it honest, and you know this is coming from love for both of you. You can't bring Daniel. Can't bring what? You can't bring Daniel. Uh, wait, what? Just like you know, bring like, where? Like make like bring him to do what he wants. Like make the art, you know. I can't force him to make art. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, I I found that out. Oh yeah, and it hurts. Right. Wait, what? Does it hurt? Is what her like knowing that Daniel like isn't about it. I mean, I've made my peace with it. I, I've, I've, it doesn't hurt no more. Um, I kind of like blame myself. Like, what? Not every man need. I, I have, I had this belief that like a real man has like ambition. Like, ambition is like fuel. In if a man is a car, ambition is the fuel. You know, like you, you, you can't have a man without ambition. That was my belief, mm-hmm. but n- now I've uh, you know changed it so that he can join in. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if everyone needs you ambition. Change, you change the standards. Yeah, I don't know if everyone. I still believe that. Like I still, there's still a piece of me that's like, yeah, ambition's a huge part of being a man. You know, like just being a human. But um, yeah, I guess I'm cutting him more slack. Like he doesn't need to be as ambitious as me. I feel you. So yeah, I've made peace with it. It doesn't, it doesn't really sadden so, me as much. So Daniel, not on the podcast, on the list. No, either. I would love to have him on the podcast. Would he Why be not? down? I'm sure he would be. Okay. It's well. just talking at the end of the day. It's just talking into a mic. No, yeah, okay. If Daniel's down, I'm the the only reason why I, I can see somebody saying no is just like they they don't like me personal. No, yeah. no, it's just it's <laughs> too like I don't want to be personal on the podcast. But then I just say, oh, we won't be personal, bro. Just talk about fucking art that you like or some shit. Yeah, talk about just talk about video games. Talk about anime. Or something. Yeah, we don't need to be talking about your family. Let's talk about the Japanese economic systems. Yeah, but yeah, there's no, that's the only thing that would would uh, scare my friends away. And then with that, you would just say, yeah, we're not gonna get personal. Just okay, but just like I think it's just because we need to wrap it up because the episode. Let's find the coolest homie you know who is down to clown conversate. And let's... I mean, I just told you a couple. We got no, we got a Tamer, Daniel, Colin, Carlos. Ooh, we we could call any of them. That's my point. No, we got to call one. Like, yeah, which one? That's my point. Which one do you want? Me? Yeah. I mean, I told you which one I wanted first. Daniel? Or no, Tamer. Okay. Yeah, Tamer. He's funny. We can talk about jokes. We can talk about high school. You know? I like Tamer. I like a well, I like the homies. Don't get me twi- don't get it twisted. But yeah. In terms of conversating, I fuck with Tamer. Let's call Tamer. Okay, so that's episode five of Brown and Down. We have decided that, you know. Shout out to being horny in your artwork. Let it rock. Don't get gross, but let it rock. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's dip. It's different when you're just being a weirdo, but there is a healthy way to communicate horniness within your artwork, and it don't even gotta be, you know, horny for sex. You can be horny for, you know, you can be horny for that gas. You can be horny for the success. You can be horny for 
feeling like yourself. You know, I mm-hmm. think I've personally expressed that. Uh, closing thoughts from Snitty. Um, no, nah, not really. Just uh, express horniness in art, I guess. Yeah. I, 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 actually, I'm going to double down on what I said earlier. Don't act on your horniness if it's sexual. Like, don't beat your meat. Or I would even go as far to have sex with your girlfriend. Don't don't do that. <laughs> Whoa. Don't do. I mean, how, let's next, be real. Next, you you just fucked her yesterday, bro. You have a girlfriend. How you really need to fuck every single day? Whoa. Do you really? Whoa. So just one we'll day. Save this for another episode, but one day, just for once, don't fuck your girlfriend. Don't beat your meat. Hold and up. make some art. Okay. Whether it's drawing, whether it's writing, whether it's a story, whether it's a play, incorporate that horniness in your art. Oh, this is an interesting thing that maybe we could have said earlier in this episode. I did, I did say that. Remember I said no, don't the, beat your meat? No, not the girlfriend part. That's a whole different topic. No, but you did say that. You said, you said nah, um, beating your meat's healthy. And then I was no, like, no, no, nah, no. any form of nutting. No. The, the, if you're in a relationship. But we'll get to that in another episode. This episode, too long. No, my point is don't beat your meat or don't Don't have sex, make art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use that energy to make art. Okay. I think it'll make your art one tad bit better. We'll continue this another day. Yep. This comment. But for now, uh, this has been the first set of, this has been the first set of Brown and Down episodes. If you are at the end of this, geez louise, you got a lot of free time or at least a lot of time to listen to something. But shout out to you, because I say that with affection, with respect, with love. Thanks for listening to me and the boy. Uh, episode 5, plan on getting big tings after this. So, yep. stick around, and we'll catch you. Sounds good.